0: i uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: where we are recapping the Marvel Cinematic Universe one movie at a time until the release of Avengers Infinity War in April. So soon. So soon. So soon. I am Ray Russo, and I've got with me actually in person today, Becca Raybergen. Hi. And over the Skypes, we got Chris O'Connor.
2: Excelsior. Excelsior.
1: So, to. today we are moving on to Captain America Civil War, a movie which perpetually confuses me because I'm convinced it's an Avengers movie.
2: Because it is. Because it super is. duper is.
1: Y- yeah. Just the roster is so huge. It's a really impressive roster, but it's handled really well. This movie made me question whether or not Winter Soldier was my favorite film. <laughs> I think... No, I I re- I came out of this movie, you know. I had we- I was wary because the last time we would had a big cast film, it came out Age of Ultron. It, it was Age of Ultron. I, my expectations were kind of was a of mixed low. bag. Also, we had um, mere weeks before uh, was the release of Batman vs Superman. <laughs>
2: I mean, no offense, DC fans.
1: That movie was trash. Yeah. <laughs> it really, it felt like DC was trying to lick the concept to claim it as their own.
2: Yeah. Of superheroes
1: yeah. fighting each other. Mm-hmm.
2: But they, they did a terrible job.
1: Right. And I get that they were using, you know, a historical, like, arc of Batman versus Superman. But it felt like they were just, yeah, trying to copy.
2: They're like, we have to beat him to the, we got to beat him to the finish line, guys. Let's let's just go ahead and slapdash this thing together and say, Martha! A lot.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, there, there's a point in Civil War where Tony could have been like,
1: "Martha," but yeah. no, he basically did. Basically, yeah. did. He killed my mom. Basically, we'll, did. We'll get to, but that it's a later. lot better. It is. Yeah, we'll get to that later. So this is the second film that is being brought to us by the Russo brothers, and it makes me so happy that they're the ones who are in charge of Infinity War. Yes, because I can trust them to bring back my community favorites.
2: They done did good.
1: Yep. Yeah, so let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Boom. We start 1991. Uh, so yep. The movie starts 1991 with the big title screens which
2: I love are this. Slightly... I love this look.
1: They're tacky. <coughs> <laughs> They're
2: not tacky. The I think it's really good. I liked it a lot better than like cuz they've done this like in a couple of different Marvel movies where they have to say where things are i really i like it i think it's like a really good like this is this is how i would put the text on things if i were running like the tourism board for you know uh uh siberia and bucharest
1: (laughs) and london the thing is like when it's siberia when it's lagos there's a lot of places that it works the only place it doesn't work for me
2: is cleveland (laughs) Oh come on, no, no, no if you live if you live in uh if you live in England or if you live in like uh in Bucharest or if you live in 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 friggin Siberia and then you see it say Cleveland, you're like, ooh, the exotic locale of Cleveland. The only reason we're <laughs> shrugging over Cleveland is because we're
1: here. It's the mistake on the lake
2: oh, puh. they don't need to know that
1: it's not. It is absolutely the mistake on the lake. <laughs> have you been to Cleveland? I have. No, no, I have. So haven't. have I. <laughs> okay. Um This whole sequence in the it. beginning is so good. Frozen with, Bucky. With Bucky getting unfrozen, you have the red book, you have the trigger words, you have the brain, brain scrambling. Fucking. Like you get a really deep sense of everything bucky's been going yep. through this whole process his existent
2: for decades
1: his whole existence over the last 50 years of mm-hmm. just like
2: ready to comply but in russian
1: yeah uh free unfree, scramble brain trigger words kill somebody go back under yep makes me want to hug him and give him a teddy bear
2: but carefully
1: So we see him going after his victim, running them off the road.
2: Like the Terminator, because it's 1991. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he's terrifying and efficient. And those people are dead. For sure. They're really, really, really dead. And he gets some stuff out of the trunk. Gets the blue glowy mystery item. Yep, And it's very clear that this is an an incident that we will be coming back to as the movie progresses.
2: Otherwise, why open with it?
1: Exactly. Yep. Then we go to modern day. Lagos. I think it's actually pronounced Lagos.
0: Hmm. Um,
1: Because I remember people saying Lagos is how you would say it in Spanish, but it's Nigeria, so it might actually be... It might
2: be... Hmm. Hmm.
1: I don't think it's Lagos.
2: Mm. All right.
1: Anyways, they're in Nigeria. Uh which is actually shot in Atlanta.
2: As but, is much know. of as is much of the MCU. <laughs> I mean. Way yeah, to go, I Georgia. I hope they're they're enjoying the money.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they are. Films and Dragon Con, the things that bring money to Atlanta. <laughs> also sports. And so it kind of opens with our crew from the last go around, we got Steve, Sam, Nat, plus bonus Wanda. It's Wanda. such a good, um, you know, introduction sequence because you've got, yeah. you know, Cap and Sam are just talking back and forth. And then you've got Wanda wearing a baseball cap
2: and it's like very clear that Wanda's in sort of the trainee position and everybody's yeah, mm-hmm. mentoring her and helping her out yeah. like you know like Steve's like what does this tell us and and uh you know uh Natasha's like oh you need to always be on your guard and and it's very clear that like you know Wanda Wanda is the is the intern spy.
1: Mhm she's the newbie. But she's also she's got that little bit you guys know I can move things with my mind. Yeah. <laughs>
2: She's like, you you don't need to condescend too much, guys. I get that you're really strong, but uh, I can do some shit.
1: Mm-hmm. But, like, I really like that, you know, she's being mentored. She's getting into the feel of things. And obviously, I like, you know, the fact that it is these characters in particular is what anchors it to being a Captain America movie. And they're after Rumlow, which also... Fucking crossbows. They're cleaning up the mess from the last one. Yep. And he... Is terrifying. Yeah, what a like, dick! This exoskeleton that he has yeah. for himself is—it's
2: pretty good. It's pretty good.
1: Oh, yeah, he's got those like weird fisty things, and uh, you know, the assassin's blade, and it's all really awesome. Yeah, and it really does allow him to go toe to toe with Steve. Yeah, yeah. But they're breaking into a—it's uh, not see. the CDC, but that's what my brain is stuck on right now. Some. Infectious Center Disease for Infectious Center. Disease. Some yeah. sort of yes.
2: international, not CDC.
1: <laughs> An international version of the yeah, CDC. Yeah, but, you know,
2: associated with the CDC. CDC adjacent.
1: World mm-hmm. Health Organization related? I yeah. don't know. But yeah. they're going after our bio.: Oh, yeah. And, weapon. like, uh,
2: like uh, we, we see Falcon has his, has his little drone, like, that pops up out of his backpack. Ah, the I wing.
1: love his robot bird. And, his and it's also, robot like, bird. the best thing they could have done to bring what red wing yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's the, the only year. way,
2: and it actually it really works like it, it does. organically. And it um, they 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 play with it a little bit later, like you know, like oh, say thanks to the bird, or like you know, like he's, he's cute <laughs> and all that. Um, it's like a phenomenon that that's uh, taken place like out on the battlefields now. Like uh American troops have like little little flying drones, little little rolling drones, little mm-hmm. sort of surveillance drones that they'll send off on missions. They'll like throw them over walls, they'll put them into buildings to scout the area and like take pictures of things, give them a live view of stuff. That you know, if you send a person, and there's a good chance they'll die. But when something happens to the drone, people are like, "No, they shot droney!" No! <laughs> and like, people will develop an emotional uh, attachment to the robot. Like, it's it's a very interesting concept. Like, uh, um, like right now, like uh, self-driving cars within the United States. Like, one of the first things that they're going to be doing is like delivering pizzas. And, like, people have been testing this out in various markets, um, not here in D.C., otherwise it would have ordered one. Yeah, fa- for sure. But they found that that uh, people are, are, like, oddly, like, they feel compelled to, s- people are more likely to say thank you to the robot car than they were to somebody delivering their pizza.
0: <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of weird.
2: People are like, oh, thank you, robot.
1: And yet, not at all surprising, because some people just connect with robots and you know fictional robots i have a Roomba.
2: i have a Roomba that i have not used in years but every time i see him i'm like hello Mm 1100101
1: i have a feeling that if we are very very nice to the robots now they hopefully won't rise up and kill us later
2: oh yeah no kidding like have you ever watched those videos (laughs) from boston dynamics where like they have the guy that kicks i think we brought this up in a podcast recently Mm -hmm. actually the guy who kicks the robots i'm like dude don't do that
0: yeah it's like it's
2: like it's like planet of the apes don't be Mm -hmm. that guy when they come up, they're going to remember you.
1: Yep. And now anyway. that we've seen the robot dog opening the doors, we know they can do that. And calling for so. the other robot dog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, they, they like the, the dump truck is loaded for maximum weight and the driver is armed. They're it's not going to the rim. bank. Ah! And it, it, it's a really cool, like, stunt. I, I really love, like, I think I saw it like is. some of the behind the scenes, like, on this. Like, obviously it didn't smash into like a legitimate like piece of architecture like, it was they had probably they had like a physical, yeah. they had some sort of a physical truck that like did like a big stunt mm-hmm. and like smashed through a thing and like it was throwing around like cardboard boxes worth of just <sighs> debris and i was like that is amazing
1: yeah yeah no it was really good and just like the whole fight sequence and the teamwork yeah mm.
2: oh that. yeah the teamwork in this in this like opening battle like you know the it's textbook it's so good. And like the, the little countdown and like giving each other heads up and like, you know, just falcons like swooping in. and- Yes. Yes. Oh, so good. I love it.
1: Oh, man. And they all have a part to play. Yep. Wanda's getting the, gas getting the gas out of the out. building while Sam's protecting her with his wings. And then she literally yeah. throws Steve into a window. <laughs>
2: <the> <laughs> she, she, <anime> she's <laughs> like, Are you sure? And he's like, Yeah, 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 just do it.
1: <laughs> just like we practiced.
2: And then he goes in there and it is more of the amazing Captain America fight choreography mm-hmm. continued from civil, from, uh, from Winter Soldier. Like yeah, he's yeah. whipping guys around, like throwing the shield around corners and pillars and just smashing people left and right. Like this is, this is really well choreographed, like throughout this movie. This scene is really good, but, uh, I, I think, well, I'll, I'll tell you what I think is the, like the best choreographed scene when we get to it. Um, when we get there. But this mm-hmm. one's good. This one's really good. It's um, excellent. And I, I'm just like, you know, like if you get it, if you have the opportunity, like go to YouTube and look up like behind the scenes um, Civil War footage, well, Captain America Civil War footage, <laughs> the behind the scenes footage on the actual Civil War would be no fun. But no. on Captain America Civil War, like a lot of it is like footage from from shooting this scene. And it's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that's super
1: cool. And then after you get that, you get the really awesome, like, everyone gets a moment to shine in mm-hmm. this fight scene because they split up. Sam goes after one, like, uh, once they have the weapon and they leave the facility. Yeah,
2: the shell sp- game. <laughs> the yeah. shell game. It's like one, Sam of, them, goes one after of them has two it.
1: guys, Nat goes after another two, Steve goes after Rumlo. Who makes yep. it very personal and does actually look pretty good considering a building collapsed on him. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's like complaining and I'm like,
0: mm,
1: you know, I mean you know.
2: he's he's not as uh he's, he's movie disfigured. He's movie disfigured. I mean he's bad. I, he's it's not like in Iron Man Three where that, that one chick has like the burn on her face and I'm just like, it's mm, I still would. But but Rumlo is definitely uh he could be worse. It
1: yeah. reminds me of the Phantom of the Opera movie that they did sometime in the oh. 2000s he has a terrible oh, yeah. third degree sunburn. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Oh yeah, but like, it reminds uh, me of how they um essentially dumbed down Tyrion's injury for Game of yeah. Thrones season 2 for the for the TV show. Cuz like he's supposed to lose like his nose.
2: Yeah. They could have done it. It could technically yeah. have been done like you know we've seen it done with like Voldemort, but mm-hmm. the thing is that the show is already so expensive. Yeah. That like slapping the, you know, doing digital removal of his nose for every shot he's in when you consider he's the one character with the most screen time throughout the entire series.
1: You mean you're not going to take off his mustache? <laughs> it
2: would it would be a mistake. <laughs> it would, so, yeah, that doesn't work.
1: <laughs> so this moment here, this fight between Rumlow and Steve is what shapes the rest of the movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. Rumlow the mistake digs
1: at the emotional wound about yeah. that knife in there he just like sticks it Since in he couldn't
2: stick the physical knives in there
1: right yep twist it a little bit and he blows himself up but before the bomb can go off at street level wanda does her job she, wanda like, does her job. she like traps it. She, she contains like, traps it around right. like it's s- the same it's, as what it's... she was doing with the smoke <laughs>
2: Yeah, and it's really interesting, to... like, the, the explosion is, like, there around Rumlow, and, like, as she freezes it, he's like, "Ah!" Yeah. yeah,
1: that, that probably was... made it a heck of a lot worse for it's him. Like,
2: <laughs> it's like, hey dude, you know how you thought this would be over in an instant? Nope!
1: You're, <laughs> Wrong. Fro- you're frozen in that instant for as long as she is manipulating that that explosion mm-hmm. and she
2: does you know she does well but it you know accidents happen uh, collateral damage is inevitable mm-hmm. in any uh soft envi- you know soft target environment full of civilians but, you know the
1: collateral damage would have been just as bad if not worse it would have been worse if, if it had stayed it down it would have been worse level. if if she hadn't been able to do that yeah so but
2: but you know, yeah. people If dying, the bomb had gone off dying. at
1: street level, not only would it have killed everyone who was out on the street, if you look at the way that explosion spread, it is entirely possible it would have taken out the first floor of the building and rendered it structurally unstable yeah. and yeah. brought the entire building down.
2: That's possible, so it could have been yeah. a lot worse.
1: And this sort of gets at my frustration with this film. Not. With the film itself, I think the film itself is very good, but my frustration—the philosophical
2: the, argument—the
1: philosophical argument is everything that they blame on the Avengers in this film would have been catastrophically, categorically mm-hmm. a disaster mm. without them. We'll get yeah. to
2: that when we get to Ross's scene. I got—I have a yes. thing to say about that, but—but okay. um, but I mean, like in general, I agree with you. I I do generally agree with you, but we'll we'll get to that in a minute.
0: We'll get to uh, it. Yeah.
2: But like, yeah, like the instantly, like, uh, sort of like that that moment of Cap being like, "Oh no!" and mm-hmm. Wanda's like, you know, sort of clutching. Also, it's, and like, just it's like
1: it's Wanda's worst nightmare. I mean, she's yeah. she was in that building. Yeah. You know, when she was a kid, she was in that building. She was in that. Yeah. You know, the room with her brother with the unexploded um, Stark bomb- mm. missiles. She knows. What just yeah, happened? Yeah, what that's like, mm-hmm, you know. So
2: she has a very sort of like personal connection to that tragedy, yeah, apart from yeah. feeling responsible and for it,
1: a fear of herself, oh, of yeah. what she's becoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think she's ever envisioned herself as the kind of person who has the <laughs> capacity <laughs> for that kind of ah, <laughs> for that kind of destruction. Yeah. Sorry, I
2: couldn't help myself.
1: It's, I know no, it was. We walked into that one, and and you know she volunteered for the for the stuff with. Um, you know, with Hydra, but she still, I don't, you know, she and Pietro didn't really know what was gonna come out of that. So she still has to come to terms with that.
2: So, no. yeah. Like, uh, there's like, I hate it when this happens, where there's like something that we skipped past that I want to comment on. Like it's a little thing; it's not like important. Sure, like, no uh more. Like just the, the the little bits. Like every, you know how everybody got their bits in the fight. Like mm-hmm. uh, when when Black Widow confronts Crossbones, and he's like, "I don't work like that no more." Yeah. I was like, "That was a funny line." And then like he throws her down in the tank, tosses the and grenade that's not down how in gr- there.
1: That's not how grenades work.
2: Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> mm, you know, if the if the if the blast if the concussive force is strong enough to blast the the door off, I don't care that you've got a person there blocking you you obviously just had your insides liquidated yeah yeah but hey it's cool it's cool she's been through worse and then i really 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 super digged uh like falcons like his his like his fighting style where he he mm-hmm. deploys the wings like really quickly and does like that flying spinning kick where he's like kick kick, kick. like yeah. that was that was so cool i was just like that. that is like, like straight out of
1: tekken off, like- he dials in a couple of things on his little pad, mm-hmm. and then, whoop! A couple of missiles go off. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. his this version of Tony's heads up display when he's yeah. in the Iron Man suit.
2: And when she, when he has like Red Wing go down and help uh, Natasha with her like, two really guys, awesome. he's like, "Thank the bird." She's like, "No, I'm not thanking that, that
1: thing. Go <laughs> ahead, pet him. He's cute." <laughs>
2: <laughs> that just sounded oh. inappropriate.
1: Yeah. Yes, it did. Uh, when it came from me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it sounded adorable when Sam said it.
0: <laughs> Alright. Yeah. So.
1: so now we have this master of CGI scene. Oh uh, my god. So we, yeah. Yeah, we got back. a taste of
2: this. they they used it in uh in in Winter Soldier, and they used it really well in the last in our in our last episode, Ant Man. Um yeah. and in this one, like young Robert Downey Jr. looking like he's it's just in the '80s, like on the set and of like Weird. He's still
1: in the Brat Pack. <laughs>
2: like on the set of Weird Science or something, yep. mm-hmm. and and it's amazing. and the reason this works
1: they're, they're, that they're able to do this is that they're the actors that they're doing this for have these huge backlogs of films when they were a lot younger, so that the yeah. you know the people working on the visuals have the references that they need to have. Yeah, you know. It's amazing. The same as, you know, we got Tarkin and Leia in um, Rogue One. And yeah. yeah. It took me a while to clue into the Tarkin not being (laughs) real.
2: Yeah, they had originally, like, the guy who's, like, standing there and doing the Mm -hmm. acting, like, in in Meat Space, like, he was somebody that they hired to, who looked like Peter Cushing. And, like, I think originally they even told him. You know, you're going to be just you being Tarkin. But like somewhere along the line, they're like, mm, we can do it. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> they Well, they probably there, there was probably like always a team there saying, hey, what would what would happen if we just tried this thing? And at some what point it? down the yeah. line, you know, it looked really good. So they said, yes, we'll sink money into that.
2: Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's kind of interesting, like in this context, it's like the context that this is used in is, is also really cool. Cause in the, in the past ones, it's like we had, uh, you know, Peggy aged up and that yeah, was, it's a that, that was yeah. just, that was her in real time, aged up, mm-hmm. uh, like four cap, like in, in Winter Soldier. And then in the last one in Ant-Man, it was just a flashback to 1989. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, Michael Douglas, uh, looking like he came off of, uh, whatever, romancing the stone. And in this one, it's like, it's not a flashback. It's not an age up. It's not like a dream. It's, it's the goddamn holiday. And it's so cool that they're using the same effect yep. in, in an entirely different context.
1: Yeah. It just dawned on me that that was only two years later. Mm-hmm. So when we saw Howard in that flashback in Ant Man, oh, he only had two years before he was killed after that.
2: Yeah. And Tony was oh. probably like uh, in high school for that
1: flashback yeah Yeah.
2: but yeah i i I, it you know the first time you watch this it's like is this a dream is this a memory is it a straight up flashback and uh you know then when she starts you know his mom starts talking it's like you know what's going to happen why don't you just say it and then like he's like i love you dad and it's like he didn't say that And then you see him there in the background. It's like, it's, it's, uh. I like
1: that reveal of him, like in the middle of it. Looking at himself. Watching it
2: happen and, and just, like, Mm -hmm. being sad.
1: This is a really vulnerable thing for him to have shown in the middle of
2: a TED Talk.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. A TED Talk at MIT
2: it is it's then then he reveals, you know he turns it off and he's like revealing he's like uh what what is the uh, barf is the is the acronym what does it stand for binary Bina-
1: binaural augmented
2: reality retro
1: framing retro something, something something something
2: yeah barf i need to work on the name <laughs> Just like, uh. yeah <laughs> yeah
1: Binarily know. augmented i don't know yeah, and that is
2: that's like a really that's an interesting idea.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty much as good as any other form of cognitive therapy that I can think of. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he's given a spiel, gives a whole bunch of grant MIT. money to a whole bunch of people. Much, all yay. of your,
2: everybody here, all of your projects are funded. Everything.
1: <laughs> yay. And and then Dean Pelton shows up. But no, pepper. Dean Pelton shows oh, right. up. No pepper. pepper.
2: Introducing Pepper Potts. She's not here. <laughs>
1: well guess what if i had been pepper i would have left his ass after the ultron thing too Me yeah
2: me. like the iron man th- iron man 3 thing is like one thing but then it's like wait you built the iron legion wait you built ultron
1: mm-hmm. you she... built a murder bot yeah you built a it's murder, murder bot. bot it's the murder bot that does it yeah she's like i'm going back to california i think yeah, that's bots are hard to get, get around. she was hanging out and uh yeah. a...
2: catching up with friends and family
1: He's hanging out with um, Phil. Phil's dead, as far as she knows. No, I would think, I think Pepper knows that Phil's alive. Yeah. Then we get Dean Pelton. Yeah. The Dean! <laughs> the Dean, Self-cooking Absolutely hot dogs. He, dean Pelton. He See, is
2: self-cooking dean. hot dogs. He got like, a, he applied, he, he applied himself, and he knew he, he could get that job, and he got that job. He yeah. did
1: something really good at Greendale. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. <laughs> he got a good job.
2: He moved out of Greendale and and off to Boston, and he's 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 a happy guy.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah, I think we've talked about it before. I'm pretty sure uh, uh, Community exists was in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh
1: yeah, oh for sure. <laughs> See, now he's just hoping that Jeff shows up for him.
2: Oh <laughs> man, who's gonna sh- who's gonna be the cameo in Infinity War?
1: I'm I'm thinking it might either be Jeff or Annie. Yeah.
2: Hm. Mm, yeah, that that'd be good. That'd be good. It's like they can't, because like, Donald Glover is already in there as an actual character. So, uh, yeah, yeah. E- either Jeff or Annie. So, as long as it's never Chevy Chase.
1: No. He's not coming anywhere near no. these films. No. Not a chance in health. So, <laughs> so much money! <laughs> so Tony walks off the stage. He's clearly having some emotions, and he's trying to cool down. Yeah. When he runs into criminally underused Alfrey Woodard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the hallway because you know they can't use her too much because she has to be in Luke Cage. God, oh, she's good in
2: Cage. <laughs> oh my God. Oh yeah, that is kind of a that is kind of a funny thing. It's like, wait, is it her council? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. No. She works at the State Department. She's an entirely no. different government official. That would be pretty awesome, woman.
0: though.
2: <laughs> that would have been interesting if they had. Man, that is one of the frustrating things. Like the fact that the Netflix Marvel stuff, so like they start out with like, oh, it's all connected, and the they incident, it, yeah.
1: But, but nothing's then, ever actually gonna come but then that.
2: nothing ever came came of it.
1: Yeah.
2: <sighs> just a just a mention in Infinity War would be nice.
0: Yeah.
2: Just like we'll a sigh. just like a you know Harlem's taken care of, Hell's Kitchen is fighting back, mm-hmm. uh, or whatever.
1: Yeah, or just do so like, that's, brief pictures of them on like a screen. You know, yeah. Like Tony looking at a. A, you know, a roster or something. It's People like, are fighting nah. back on Earth. <laughs> He'll be like, nah, they can't fly.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> that guy's blind. He's going to be useless.
1: <laughs> so, that kid
2: won't stop talking about being the Iron Fist. <laughs> There's only one
0: Iron Fist around here. <laughs> and it's me. <laughs>
1: okay. So... Yeah, At this, this confrontation point, is This is a very interesting confrontation cuz obviously oh. this is something that they drew from in from Actual. the original comic, yeah. from the original Civil War comics. Yeah. And
2: you fight for yourself.
1: You fight for yourself, um the mother of a child who was killed in a superheroics related incident. That's like pretty much yeah. the one thing that ties this back to the source, orig- yeah to the source Who, material.
2: Who's going to avenge him?
1: And Ooh. it's the most emotionally this, manipulative. It's incredibly manipulative, and I understand exactly why she blames the Avengers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Cause I sorta of don't think anyone in the world knows that Tony created Ultron. No, they don't. No if they
2: knew it. if they knew he would not be walking free.
1: He'd have been drawn and quartered. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I know we keep saying we're going to talk to this when we get to Ross's scene. Mm Mm-hmm. But whenever they use Sokovia as a reason to crack down on the Avengers, when Tony uses Sokovia as a reason to crack down on the Avengers. It would have been a global extinction event without the Avengers. But also... There's nothing in the Accords that would have stopped Tony from making Ultron. Yeah. And that's the real issue. The Hmm. issue is not what the Avengers did. That's what Tony did. It's that Tony started this path. Yeah. And I understand that Tony is a character who acts out of guilt and he loves to self-flagellate and he loves to, you know make himself feel guilty about things and try to make up for things that he feels guilty about. But there's nothing in this movie that gets at the heart of Tony's problem.
2: Yeah, that's an interesting... I hadn't quite thought of it that way. So should we... Yeah, we, we'll still... Um, we don't have too long until Ross is soon. Let's wait till Ross no, is No,
1: no. I mean, all we really have in the meantime is Wanda watching TV and being sad.
2: And being beaten up on by the press. And Vision
1: vision going through walls and not knowing how to use doors.
2: It's like, dude, the door's right there. He's like, yeah, but it was open.
1: It was open, so I assumed
2: it was fine. It's like, <laughs> Vizh. We talked about
1: this. I love and that she calls him Vizh. And he's
2: wearing like that V-neck sweater over a button-up <laughs> like collar shirt. I'm just like, you incredible preppy.
1: He's such a little dork. He doesn't get how to be a person. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and then he doesn't know how to cook. He doesn't cuz he doesn't know how to that's, eat.
2: That's not paprika.
1: It's so cute. But anyways, apparently General Ross is now secretary. Yeah, of State. yeah okay, yeah, so we get here. This that? is the scene
2: right here. We're already there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. General Thunderbolt, well, presumably President Ellis, right?
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. President Ellis
2: is still president or maybe has we been apparently he's
1: president for life.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's one of those funny things like in in the in the getting back to the Netflix shows like Luke Cage like references like Barack Obama, but it's like, okay, wait, when was he president in right. this universe? Because uh, yeah.
1: maybe Ellis Difficult. Step maybe Ellis was replaced by Obama in this universe? Well, so Well,
2: then th- then Thunderbolt Ross is is uh is
1: his Secretary of State? No. Like Iron Man 3 was 2013, right? Mhm. Okay. So was, like Obama
2: may have been Ellis. a one-term president or
1: Let's not think too hard about it. Okay, all, all we right. can say is Let I'm pretty go. sure in this are... universe there is no President Trump and I'm very happy <laughs> about that. Yeah. Listeners,
2: if you're interested, I'm pretty sure there's a a pretty deep article about uh, whether or not President Obama was a where he fits into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Because I'm pretty, yeah, I saw that. So, anyway, yeah, Ross shows up and he's just a, I had a heart attack on a golf course. Bleah, I'm still a dick to my family.
1: I still think he was on the quote unquote golf course. Yeah. It was said much in the same way that um, uh, Gary Shandling's, you know, I gotta go, you know, pound some, <laughs> deal with some flesh with the, uh, yeah, some yeah. Flesh with <laughs> an intern. Oh, my God. It was uh, creepy. Yeah,
0: maybe
2: I. Well, oh, well, we don't know that about Russ, but no, we don't. But he might have been doing something other than golf,
0: right?
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, so he 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 gets he gets he's like given his like righteous speech, and he's like, uh, and he and he puts up the slideshow. Okay, so this is this is what we were talking about earlier. This is what we've been talking about. And he and he shows like New York, and I'm like, yeah, but that's not their fault. And He shows like this, I'm like, yeah, but that's not their fault. And then they and then he shows Sokovia, and I'm like, okay, that is Tony's fault. And also Bruce. But it's Bruce.
1: Tony's but fault. But it, right, it's Tony's fault.
2: Yeah, that that is a thing. Like it is Tony's fault and then like he shows like you know what happened in Lagos Lagos whatever. And 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 it's like okay, but you know that was that, just going to happen. Then, and
1: then and so, then he calls and then he calls Hulk and and Thor nuclear bombs. And and he's like yeah.
2: if I had re- misplaced nuclear bombs and I'm like okay, you could, that, that yeah. you could make an argument that you uh, could make an argument that Earth has a responsibility to, to sort of know and control where Hulk is because he's, mm-hmm. you know, a human of Earth. But Thor is not yours. Thor is yeah. like super duper not yours. That's kind of like, you know, there's a certain like element of like, yeah, but he doesn't care about America and the UN and you. Mm-hmm. It's like you are 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 a, a short lived mortal man and he occasionally visits to do you guys favors.
1: Yeah. And here's the thing, uh going back to Lagos, like if you remove the Avengers completely, like not even going to the bomb yeah. uh that Rumlo set off, Rumlo would have had a biological weapon yeah. to unleash upon the planet. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, not that. something so yeah. That's my thing.
2: And like with New None York, it's this... like Loki would have still shown up without the mm-hmm. Avengers, and then he would have just taken
1: over the Earth. Right. It's like
2: that's not a or
1: Manhattan would have been nuked yeah. by Shield. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> the World Security Council that wasn't a Shield decision. Okay,
1: whatever, whatever the World
2: Security yeah. Council is,
1: it would have been nuked.
2: Presumably, as so, so part of let's the. Let's run through the
1: situations. New York, Manhattan would have been nuked. Mm-hmm. DC. Yeah. Millions of people would have been killed by the inside helicarriers. Yep. Yep. Sokovia global extinction. Yeah. And you know, assuming there was anything after that, Lagos either a biological weapon or which you could know, have been
2: global extinction again. Could
1: right. have been global extinction again, or you know, or the whole market. The ragtag team had, you know, portion of the team had been there. Mm-hmm. uh... Without hundreds Wanda, or thousands of people and, dead yeah, hundreds at of people street, street would have died. level, and uh, the building could have come down too. And you know what, Mister Secretary of State? Let's go further back than. Let's go further back than Manhattan, and let's go to Harlem because <laughs> if somebody had been there to rein you in, <laughs> that bullshit never would have happened.
2: It's like, hey, remember that time you like unleashed a, a fucking minigun on the streets of Harlem? You dick. At some point, <laughs> at some point, I would like. I'd like to see like. You know, the, the official in-universe MCU, like, body count for, yeah. for, for military involvement in, in the Hulk incident at Harlem.
1: Yeah. But this is also very in keeping with what we know from Ross, mm-hmm. is that he likes to fault. powerful people. Yeah.
2: I'm in control. Him, Not my fault.
1: This puts him in charge of the Avengers, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. He gets to put oh, Yeah. Well, the UN gets to, but he probably That's has true. some sway over it. He's got strong sway. Or, God forbid, that the U.S. ambassador to the U.N. is, like, some crazy person. Because that would, (laughs) you know... Like, the one we have right now? Eh.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: We're recording this at a time... We're recording this at a time when things may fall apart around us!
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. We're very fatalistic about government right now. Um... Anyway. So then they do the shittiest thing in the world, and they slap this big ass document. Ross slaps this big ass document in front of Wanda that says the Sokovia Accords. Like, isn't this great, Wanda? It's got your
2: hometown's name on it.
1: Yeah. We're gonna take We're gonna take the destruction of your home and the death of this your is, brother and this is all use your it to control you. Yep. Isn't that great? Oh. and i want to reach through the screen and just like grab ross by the throat and shake him and, and i want to i lo- want to push tony off a building
2: yeah and i love that S- steve just starts reading it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and like the next scene he's like halfway through it and like you know that out of the whole room i mean vision could probably read it instantly Mm-hmm. But the rest of them, like Steve's, the only one who's actually read the whole thing. Oh, for sure. Like when he's got his iPhone, like he's the only person that actually reads the entire agreement, and he's like, "That is unacceptable." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then for the most part, I buy where all the characters come down yeah. on the side that they choose. I'm a little in eh about mm. Rhodey. I mean, I get it. I have. I have no problems. Rhodey makes. Me? Rody I makes have sense. problems. Rodi, look, Rodi makes sense, but Rody's I do have Rodi's already
2: a military man,
1: right? He's a military guy, but Sam was a yeah. military guy too, so he also understands, you know, the this whole you you take the orders that your superiors are giving down. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. I get that Rodi is looking at General Ross and saying, "This guy was a general. This guy is the Secretary of State. I should be Rody- listening to what he's saying, and I should be following his direction." But do we? Do we know there what is, rank
2: um do we know what rank Sam was when before no. he got out? No. The
1: thing is I was, don't think Sam was Sam's career. not that right. Sam's not that. Yeah, Sam Sam veteran.
2: wasn't career. He was there for a little right. while. I'm not sure whether he was an officer or enlisted. Right. And Rody is very clear. like he probably went to the Air Force Academy. He's, he's a, colonel. a he's yeah. career. He's a colonel. Right. Um so he's very much he's still in the service yeah. and he and as an airman no no offense airman but he would have a different kind of war he would be have a right. very different experience so you have right. the one There's who's always yeah you know, they, they have a, yes, they come from different places orders. within the military
1: you have to follow orders but you also still have to be a person and understand right from wrong well, well
2: they they and, they, you know. they both they both have that you know they both yeah. have the matter of, of following orders but they've both yeah. also lived in very different wars yeah
0: mhm
2: like uh, the uh, uh, Pilot is in a very different position from uh, a, a you know a, an infantryman. Yeah, yeah. Anyway,
1: also, I really do like that you know there's two black characters in this film and they don't make them have the same mindset. Yeah. So and
2: they're like, no, dude, you're wrong. <laughs> no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong.
1: You know, Natasha makes sense to me too. Mm-hmm. Um, she's living a life where she's trying to make up for some horrible things that she's done, so she thinks that. This is the right way to, you know, continue doing good mm-hmm. in the world. She's still working on wiping that red from her ledger. Um, you know, Steve just saw all the Hydra shit went that went down. He yeah. knows how these organizations can fall apart. Tony, obviously, his guilt is getting to him. Yeah, Vision's a robot. Oh
2: so. man, I love, I love Vision's <laughs> lo- his. His whole stuff, like, it's really good. He's like, he may have only been born a few weeks ago, but, uh, like, his bit, our strength invites challenge, challenge incites conflict. Conflict yeah. breeds catastrophe.
0: Okay, Oversight Yoda. is
2: not an idea that can be dismissed out of hand.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's just like, all right, thanks a lot, robot. You have a good point, <laughs> and shut up.
1: <laughs> it's also a very robot point that is sort of devoid of Human nuance. Yeah, and, you know, politics. Because mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the base of Sam's objection, is that they are the people who are going to be in control of the, these decisions are politicians. And there's always agendas. That's Steve's yeah. point. Yeah. You said Sam. That's what I meant. Steve <laughs> yeah, and that's, Sam. Uh, Steve, Steve, yeah.
2: Steve's point.
0: And
1: now, Sam
2: would have come to the same conclusion, just slower. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, remember he does what he does only slower. Yep. I, was, I wasn't implying he's dumb. Just, no, no,
1: no. I I no got way. I got the joke.
2: Okay, cool. cool, cool,
1: cool. And then in a moment that will frustrate me forever, Steve finds out that Peggy is dead in a text message. See, I still think he told he told, whoever texted him. I think he well, he was like, okay. "Look, I got a lot going on. Text me updates." I'm yeah. sorry. If someone is dead, you say. Hey, I can need to you call. Talk. Let's talk. Some... Yeah, yeah. well, also
2: texting. we totally skipped over. All right. Well, first we also skipped up, skipped over Cleveland, but um, we'll we'll get to that well, in a we second. Can come back um, to but that. but we skipped. over. Well, no, over... Cleveland
1: is after he gets the text and before oh, the. Funeral. I thought. Uh,
2: well, for my notes, it's. I thought Cleveland was bef- is between like Ross. You have Ross's um presentation, and then Cleveland is an in betweener. And then we have their yeah, conversation, because, like because where Ross does
1: the presentation of the accords, and then says, "Take some time to think oh, over." Okay, whatever. And then
2: it goes to Cleveland, so we, we could finish talking about like their conversation, because you know this conversation ends. It end it ends with Steve being like, "I gotta go," but then there's also Tony being like, "Here's this kid I got confronted with, and now I'm super guilty." And like he, you know, he's a good kid, three point six GPA. He was gonna do this. He's gonna do that. And he went to Sokovia to build sustainable houses because he's so good. And you know, I'm like, I'm not arguing that he's not good, but but he's, you know, he's sort of like presenting the situation, and at the same time, it's kind of like Tony, but this is all your fault. It's not their <laughs> fault. This is also, your fault. Also, it's like
1: Tony, what makes what makes this one American person more important to you than the actual Sokovians? Because he had to actually face his mother. I know.
2: Yeah, and that's really what that it is, boils that down is to. something that and I I had
1: Wanda sitting across the table from him every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I still, I can't imagine.
2: I still have, sorry. like, a... Oh, sorry. um So, yeah, I still have, like, a... Like, I, I'm kind of, like, there with the idea of needing to there be some sort of oversight of the Avengers. But I hadn't thought about the fact that apparently nobody told the rest of the world that Ultron was Tony's fault. And, like, yeah. that puts a whole other spin on it. And it's just, like, these other people have apparently all kept quiet about the fact that you almost led to human extinction... And then you're gonna turn around and be like so self righteous with them about Sokovia? That's well, the thing that's is, not cool.
1: I think he's deflecting. I think he really does feel like he needs to be put in check mm-hmm. because his actions have led to him losing pepper. I'm a piping hot mess. Exactly. But he's also like, Tony is incapable of really owning up to something seriously on his own. Mm-hmm. So he's going to- It's better if those... he can
2: if he can blame it on the group instead of himself.
1: Exactly. He's going to drag everyone down with him in an attempt to make things right. And as we see as this movie goes on, you know, he he's only going to play by the rules as much as he wants to play by the rules. Yeah. Because the second he gets the feeling that something is up, he goes ahead and violates the Accords himself. So- yeah. Yeah. You know, as Tony superheroes just, do, as they do. Yeah. It's it's just like my eternal frustration with Tony. Uh, like it's so well done by Robert Downey Jr. Like his oh, performance yeah. in this movie is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So props to him for that. Yeah. <sighs> Cleveland, we see one of the old Russian guys, the
2: guy who read from the book,
1: mm-hmm. and there's a an crash outside. And someone's out there being like, hey, I, uh, I hit your car. I jumped the curb." He's, look- <laughs> he's
2: looking through his blinds and like they cut away to like, he's got like an old Soviet pistol sitting on a stack of papers. It's just like,
1: mm. it's like, we <laughs> could call the police. No, it- no police. No police. <laughs> and the guy opens the door and gets punched in the face immediately. Yep. And is, then he comes to hanging upside down from his feet with his head in the sink. Oof. <laughs>
0: this-
2: <laughs> how do you say that bu- uh, yeah
1: <laughs> i think i i would have to get a <laughs> mm-hmm. consultant <laughs>
2: yeah yeah but it's just like well damn it in russian
1: <laughs> so we are being introduced to main <laughs> villain of movie <Mufi. laughs> Okay, Boris <laughs> Zemo,
2: man, this guy. I love him. What an him. interesting He's is good. this uh, a da- Daniel Bruhl, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that's the actor. I throughout this movie, um, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna sort of like say this throughout. Like, he kind of, I don't know. Maybe this is like a weird thing to say, and certainly not at this point. But I mean, like physically, maybe this is a little presumptuous, but I kind of feel like he looks like me. Aww. A little bit. Like I feel like he looks like me.
1: I can and see it. I can see it, like, just... Ge- yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, just sort of generally kind of like a baby face, 30-something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, But, I, uh... I feel like Zemo is the beginning of this stretch of really good villains.
2: Mm-hmm. No kidding.
1: Like... His... One of my big things with villains is they cannot conceive of themselves as villains. Like, to me, if a villain thinks of himself as a villain... I'm just like okay yeah whatever you're the bad guy in mm-hmm. the movie you're doing bad things.
2: Mustache twirling.
1: Exactly. He wants revenge for his family. Yeah. He wants and revenge. It's so good. Somebody. And you get him like his motivation like it takes time for you to like and it
2: fit, and it fits into what uh, Alfred Woodard was doing like that first scene where like she can conf- you know the, the the where she confronts uh, Tony at the elevator it's like she yeah. has the same motivation but the same but a different uh, set of skills
1: mhm and i think that's a really compelling thing that that comes up i think a couple of times um, in phase 3 is characters who have the same end game in mind but come about it from completely different angles, like in Black Panther, that's a huge thing. Yeah, um, Yep, yep. And we'll get to that. I finally that. saw it, listeners! I finally saw it! Ah! Killmonger has ruined me for all villains ever. Like, he's so good. <laughs>
2: ah, he hasn't ruined me. He's good. He's good. But he has is.
1: But yeah. Zemo's up there. Zemo I...
2: is good. And this, yeah, he's like, mission report. December what, what what was it uh, December or November? It was December December 16th. of 19th. December Wow, 16th, December 16th, 1991. That was only like a couple weeks before the Soviet Union officially was done.
0: Yeah. Wow. That,
2: that was uh, oh, I think the 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 Soviet flag was was lowered for the last time over the Kremlin like around Christmas or something of
1: 1991. Wow. wow. So that makes it really been, like, sad like thing. That actually makes sense though. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like, yeah,
2: and then, like, if, the whole program would fall apart. Like, I know that there's, like, hi- a Hydra element to it. Like, it was what Hydra wanted to do. But they mm-hmm. Hydra has to operate within other uh, other structures. So Hydra had to operate within the old Soviet system. And then the Soviet system falls apart. And it's like, ah, what are we doing? What happens? We're just going to put all these go? dudes
1: on ice and disappear. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and that's basically Except what happens. Except
1: for this happens. one. Except for this one. He's the one we've put the most work into. He's and the people original
2: and people run away from uh, you know the program they run away from the soviet military they run away from russia and they end up in fucking cleveland yeah
1: yeah and then die drowning in a utility sink
2: yeah oh man yeah that that bit where where zemo goes over to him and he's like look i don't care about hydra you can burn to whatever you don't matter just just it's like just just <laughs> give me the th- this is for your pride come on and then like he turns the tap back on and it fills up and i'm just like
1: that is a terrible
2: way to die
1: yeah i'm wondering oh, though, oh like, it's like could it's, he have done like a some kind of abdominal I, thing i was try- i was
2: looking i was looking like really hard like, cuz it seems like that at first but then when they cut away to sort of like a wider view of it it seems like he's got him like uh, like his arms and legs, like duct taped really tightly to the plumbing. Um, mm. like his arms are, are, are pinned up in such a way that I don't think he can do a sit up. He, I don't think he can move his okay. torso. So the fact that he can't move his torso is yeah. like he's not able to do his sit up. Cause like if his arms weren't really bound there, you could just kind of sit up and then he mm-hmm. could plop his head on the other side of the sink and be fine forever, you know, until he yeah. got sick from hanging upside down. But, I think his arms are bound up to, like, past the elbows, which means he can't bend.
1: Mm hmm Mm. Okay. I was just curious about that. Yeah. And then we go back to the Avengers, because they're talking about all the stuff, and then it ends with Steve getting that text message.
2: Off to London!
1: And I think everyone sort of knew that Peggy was going to die, like, a lot of, like, Set photos got leaked and someone had a prop for the, you know, program for the funeral. Mm -hmm. So I think people knew that this was coming. Yeah,
2: but I mean, it's one of those things that makes sense. Like when you hear about your great grandparent dying, you know, it's sad, but inevitable.
1: Peggy lived an awesomely long life. Mm -hmm. She did amazing things. Badass. She was a goddamn hero in her own right. And she apparently had a phenomenal relationship with her niece. Yes, yeah, she bought her her first thigh holster. <laughs> <laughs> I just is that, love is that, how like... Is
2: that one of those film noir inside of the thigh holster or the outside? Like, you know, the sort outside of cowboy I'm style. Sure. Outside. Okay, it's right. easier to get to. All right. All right. <laughs> and also so, the inside of the thigh one would be kind of awkward to get from the yeah.
1: family member. So I really love how Steve is just kind of zoned out in his grief and Sam's the first person who sees Sharon. He's like, dude, dude,
0: dude,
1: dude. it's her. It's your girl. Dude, it's her.
2: It's, it's, it's that nurse <laughs> from across the hall.
1: Yep. And, and they uh, they rightfully gave Sharon that the line from the, the original no, Civil you War. Move. You know, plant yourself like a tree in the River of Truth and say, no, you move. And it's just delivered so well. They made. Yeah. They also made the line itself a little bit more uh, film friendly. Yeah. They took out the river of truth bit, and it's like, if everyone telling you something wrong is some is something right, it is your duty to plant yourself like a tree and say no. You move. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think because the first time I saw this movie was when it came out in May, and the second time I saw it was. In June, right after the Orlando shooting, Mm. and this was 2016, Mm -hmm. I just, I lost my shit at that line, because, you know, the world felt like it was falling apart at that point in time, Mm -hmm. and, I don't know, this movie meant a lot to me in that moment. Yeah. And it means a lot to me now. (laughs) Yeah. I like. I liked the funeral scene. It was really good. I was still. A li- I'm rewatching it. I was upset that Tony didn't go. Um, because she's his yeah. godmother, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I even know, if it's not yeah. said explicitly, Howard knew her. Howard, yeah. founding member of Shield. And I know. I know that Tony has this huge inferiority complex when it comes to his father and when it comes to Steve. Yeah, but like, which we'll get to Peggy. later. It's Peggy. Yeah,
2: but well.
1: Nat comes. Yeah, Nat yep. comes to support Steve. Yep. Also, yeah. Also, like she knew he wasn't going to be alone because Sam went, but she still wanted to go. I also it's like to think she probably fun. looked up to Peggy. Oh, for sure, a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I imagine. I imagine when she got brought into Shield, like. You know, she probably, she's probably met Peggy a few times. Mm -hmm. Like, by that time, Peggy was probably retired, but she still probably met her at various functions and related very well to her.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like women in espionage? Yeah. Hell yeah.
2: You fought What's-Her-Name from the Red Room? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: uh, what, was
0: her oh, name?
1: Dottie. what was her name
2: <gasps> Dottie
1: yes you oh. knew Dottie she
2: trained me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well no that's not true she didn't train her Natasha has been around since the 20s Natasha yeah. would have trained Dottie yeah. oh you knew Dottie she was one of my favorites <laughs>
1: <laughs> whatever became of her so we go from the funeral to Vienna where there yep. is no united nations <laughs>
0: <laughs> well,
2: whatever.
1: The UN is in New York.
2: You know, yeah. this is this is a world where the Triskelion was being built in Washington DC, uh, on the in the tidal basin in nineteen eighty nine, so uh, that's no.
0: fine.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I realize like we from civil, from Winter Soldier we talked about like the Triskelion as though it had just been built after like New York or something. It's like, no, that's been there for like thirty
1: yeah. years. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, also, you know, we're this—they're trying to make this a movie about geopolitics, so we have to be talking about crossing borders. So we can't actually have the UN be in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Should have been. And in we get introduced in to T'Challa. Something. Yeah. T'Chaka and T'Challa.
2: Oh, yeah, he, they babies. they open up on his back, and like you know, he turns to to meet he Natasha and He is
1: the... so just No it's really funny though. He seems so smooth and dignified in this movie he and then he... <laughs> like he a bros. deer in headlights.
2: <laughs> Antelope.
1: Uh... I sorry, funny joke. Um in s- other countries, mm-hmm. the deer in headlights joke does not translate Right. because they do not have deer. So, uh, it's different so the line is did he freeze like Captain America? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, no, in, but in
2: in, uh, in Black Panther, they, she doesn't say a deer. She says an antelope.
1: Right. Or an antelope in headlights. You know, an, which is the animal But in, the, the joke itself oh, doesn't but translate. The, but the
2: saying deer in the headlights yeah. is an American idiom. Okay, gotcha.
1: Yes. So they say, did he freeze? Like Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. I like it. A little mean to steve but okay
1: <laughs> they don't care he's got thick skin he got this he, does. he probably he makes joke about jokes about being on ice you know yeah
2: and so he's he's talk he's talking all smooth with natasha and it's like two people can get more done in a room and then his dad shows up and Is like unless you need to move a piano
1: <laughs> i still I wouldn't like, want 100 a people line. moving a piano No, <laughs> that seems yeah like but many. like I want four people, people be is better than piano. two
2: like uh, it's one of those, it's one of those like you know sort of silly things, but uh, moving pianos are is actually a surprisingly hazardous thing. Like a yeah. uh, an old family friend of my in laws, like uh, their dad um, was moving a piano with one other person, and he dropped it on his foot and then lost the foot. So
1: yeah, yeah, those are they're heavy, very very heavy. That there's a reason that it's like pianos and anvils falling on people in cartoons <laughs> or <Poor laughs> yeah. Whitey Coyote. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, the UN is called into session, and
2: Tachaka is given the speech about brainium, and <sighs>
1: and then splody. Yep, I really like the way that they have that scene of. T'Challa holding his father, and yep. every, all the sound yeah. is kind of distorted. All the
2: all the sound blown out, you know, to put you in there, like the explosion yeah, like just went off for you. Yeah,
1: so the, sad. you've been in the explosion and the grief. Like, yeah, yeah.
2: very safe and private, Ryan.
1: <sighs> and then you know, surprisingly, there is video footage of the person who was with the truck. You know, yeah. Really He just left isn't it out it? there in public. You know, it's really handy that that's there. That the bomber made himself like really visible. And then James face Buchanan Barnes,
2: you know? the Winter Soldier.
1: Yeah.
2: On CNN, or whatever <laughs> their stand-in for CNN was.
1: Yeah. Um. So we did see Steve talking to Sharon in the hotel. Apparently, mm. did he? Go to Vienna at the same... Yeah. So, okay. So he went to Vienna after the funeral. Mm-hmm. He was still, I think, like... Because well, they, the right. yeah. they were going to
2: the same place.
1: Right. They were going to the same place. Because Sharon has um, the...
2: Her job is... Brings her there, too. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm more interested in the fact that Natasha doesn't seem to know that Steve went there. Well, because the last conversation they had, Nat was trying, still trying to get him to sign the, the courts. Yeah. And uh, she mentioned that she had to go to Vienna. And I think... Steve had this feeling that something was going to happen, so he wanted to be there. He wanted to make sure that he could protect people. Because I really, I really do like the moment where Steve and Nat are on the phone together, mm-hmm. and she hears the siren, both in person and over the phone. She's like, "Oh shit, he's here!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Steve! Oh Steve! And she also Beth. has a really good. Um, chat <laughs> with really T'Challa yeah, on the benches T'challa. yeah
2: yeah it's like we're gonna we're gonna get him I'm going to
1: kill him <laughs> and this is like
2: mm, oh and she has like no idea who he is and what he's no. capable of exactly and it's just so like that's he's from, from the poorest nation on earth
1: yeah. exactly and he gives that like speech about you know death is a stepping off point you can run forever you know uh but it, that like, that's what his father believed. Yeah. I am not yeah. my father. Poor it's King really of- interesting, you know, to go back and watch this after having seen Black Panther. Um, and to see how, how much he changes within this one film. Oh, yeah. Like, for the new character, he has an amazing arc. He has the deepest arc, I would say. Yeah. Out of everybody. I mean...
2: He grows quite a bit.
1: Yeah, he he has like the deepest emotional arc. There's a lot of conflict for Tony and a lot of conflict for Steve, but in terms of changing and growth, it's all T'Challa. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Sharon's able to find you know info on where (laughs) (laughs) everyone seems to think the Winter Soldier goes to their gym. Yep, and it turns out he is in Romania.
2: Bucharest.
1: Yep. Which is because, because Sebstan is actually Romanian. Surprise! And they're like, hey, we, we're running around Europe, how about we
2: that's uh that's been a thing in like uh the um press tours, right? Like the like uh, he speaks. Is it Romanian? Is that the language mm-hmm. in Romania? Yeah, it, yeah. It's yeah. Romanian. So like he speaks it, and like the a couple of times, like press has surprised him, and he's like, "Oh, you speak it too? Okay." And then they have a conversation. It's like,
1: "Oh, all right, interesting. Aww, Aww. That's cute. Such a cute bear."
2: Which is, it, I, mean, I, just... I I always like seeing that. I kind of like see, I like seeing it when he doesn't like it when like Mila Kunis like does interviews in Russian. It's mm-hmm. like that's
1: mm-hmm. cool. I like it. And anyways, he's all he's all covered up. He's got his gloves on. He's buying plums. He's just yeah, kind of like
2: He goes over to the newsstand when that guy like runs off and he's like, "Oh, oh my pictures in the paper." Oh, oh no,
1: not <laughs> in. <again. laughs> like, oh, oh no, a cute boy. <laughs>
2: no. But it's me, so mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What would you so he goes back a to his apartment. Steve. Steve is looking yeah, through so his sneaky. apartment so and sneaky. finds like the notebook a, he's been keeping. Yeah,
2: a journal with like uh, his his like pamphlet from the Smithsonian.
1: <laughs> trying to remember things. Oh man, he's a work in progress.
2: Yep. Okay. So, all right. This scene. This is, I think, the best choreographed. I oh, yeah. loved this so much, and I was I was trying to take notes throughout this fight. And I just, I couldn't, I, there were so many things like to write down, but I was like, as I was writing, I'm like, oh, they did another awesome thing. I can't write that down. Oh my God. They did another awesome thing. I can't write it down fast enough. I give up. And it's like, I needed to go. I I really should have gone back through it again. And, and like, you know, like sort of pause, write, pause, write. But I didn't, I'm sorry, listeners. I'm really sorry, but you've watched this movie. Watch it again the This scene has so many clever little bits of choreography that I'm just like, you know, you can't see me doing it because it's a podcast, but I'm doing that Mah! you know the sort of kiss off thing, mm. like it's perfect
1: mm-hmm. delicioso like, yeah
2: yeah it's it's so good, like you know the the he trapping the grenade under his shield and like the, 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 the stairwell fight, like jumping around, like, you know, before Daredevil's stairwell fight, before, yeah. before, uh, Atomic Blonde stairwell flight, uh, fight, like ripping up the banisters, clipping the guys together and throwing them over, like throwing, using the cinder block, using the, 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 the door smasher. Mm-hmm.
1: So He's just many, being like, like, come on, man. The Is way, it,
2: the way Bucky blocks together. bullets, yeah, the way they're... Bucky blocks bullets with his hand and mm-hmm. his arm.
1: Oh, it's so good. Yeah, because they're fighting together, but they're still. Vi- but Bucky is still very much fighting against Steve. Yeah, because he's trying to get away from everybody. Uh like,
2: oh, these annoying normies—they're getting in our way.
1: Yeah, but and he's like, I don't kill anyone. He's like, I don't do that anymore. I'm, I'm not, not going to kill, kill anyone. I'm pretty sure you killed somebody in that stairwell. Oh yeah. I know you didn't do it on purpose. Maybe,
2: maybe. Well, with the cinder block, Jesus, that—that's some serious damage. That guy's hurt.
1: Bucky, that that kills people.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there, there are a couple of moments in there. Like, generally, he's doing some pretty good stuff, but it's like that might have killed him. That guy might not make it.
1: (laughs) He is fighting for his life, so I'll give him some slack. Yeah. (laughs) So <laughs> then he, you know, he's tossed that go bag out onto the roof, and he runs and he jumps out and he's trying to get away. And then all of a sudden, a Big giant black jump. cat jumps out of the sky at him.
2: <laughs> Catman. <laughs> it's the attack of Catman.
1: Wait, you see the look Cat-Man on is his face. Actually,
2: Catman is actually a DC character, so I'm not going
1: to say Catman. It's Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he just like you see the look on his face of like, what the fuck is happening what is right this? now? Yeah, I didn't sign up What's for this. What's going shit? on? He has claws. Yeah, especially when to chop bullets are the just claws bouncing out. off of him. He's just like, ah! man. <laughs> Alternate title for this movie: Bucky in the No Good, Very Bad... <laughs> Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day.
2: Yeah, yeah, yep. that's definitely <laughs> poor Bucky. It's it's like Bucky's just victimized throughout.
1: Yep. Oh my god! And then the chase sequence, the car sequence, that's so awesome.
2: <gasps> yeah. Oh. My oh. God. And then that's, the motorcycle. That's that's really good. the motorcycle like flip shot, like that yep. thing where he's like <laughs> knocks the that poor guy off.
1: Just grabs like, oh. the motorcycle, flips it around, jumps on it, and takes off.
0: <sighs>
2: yeah,
1: that's so good. I was like, new sexuality.
2: <laughs>
1: motorcycle flips. <laughs>
2: motorcycle flipping i so hot right now, you guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then they eventually, yeah, the chase sequence with the cars, and and then you know they eventually get surrounded. And, and Black
2: Panther you know, like bouncing from car to car yeah, and just like so shredding
1: cool. stuff. Ah oh, man, so good. Yeah, and, <sighs> then, and then they all get arrested, and T'Challa takes off his helmet and like, technically like, oh, he it's, should it's be this too. Guy. Diplomatic immunity. <laughs>
2: God, uh, lethal weapon to diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, South Africa.
1: Yeah. So they all get taken in, and so you like cats? Huh? <laughs> yes. Oh my God! So you like cats? <laughs> I mean, look, I look at it as Sam trying. Just he's just trying to protect himself. He's the Falcon. The Black okay. Panther is a cat. Okay, but cats before, like to eat birds.
2: Okay, but before 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 so you like cats, we have the scene back at the Avengers compound with Vision and this wa- is do- so sad. Yeah, Vision I and Wanda. I love this scene. Where where he's like he's like just mm. trying to sort of relate to humans and yeah, and it's a pinch
1: of paprika, right? Because it's like, set well, up as this pitch? adorable domestic scene.
2: And then at the end. Nope, you can't leave. He's just her jailer. It's like, I'm I'm your captor. You're stuck here with me. Oh, by the way, I think you're attractive.
1: Yeah. Except he doesn't say that. People can't help but be afraid of you. No (laughs) one dislikes you, Wanda. No one,
2: but they're afraid of you.
0: (laughs) I just, I spend this
1: entire movie wanting to give exactly two hugs, and that is one for Bucky and one for Wanda. Wanda goes through a lot. And then Aww. a lot of high-fives for T'Challa. Mm-hmm.
2: So. <laughs> I, you know, I, I want to give those people hugs, too. And, and then at the end, I, I, wa- I want to give Tony a hug, too, a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I want to give it, him a it, little it, hug, but not as much. It goes as it, goes it goes I wanna a I want to give a hug and then, like, a quick smack upside the head. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, and then I'd, another I'd, hug. I Yeah. Hug, smack, hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, I love you. You're an idiot. But to like you. <laughs> yeah. But I still love you. Which is basically what Steve go like the the process that Steve goes through.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> so mm.
2: So you like cats.
1: <laughs> so you like cats. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, and then Bucky's put into that, you know, weird like
2: glass box
1: prison thing. Prison box, yep. and we meet Everett Ross for the first time. What
2: about his lawyer? One of our
1: Tolkien white times. What?
2: <laughs> what his about Tolkien his lawyer? Guys. Originally, ori- interestingly, originally uh, Everett Ross was a State Department lawyer, not a CIA agent.
1: That's no, that makes sense. Yeah, but he was always linked to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was interesting that they brought him in at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's.
2: But it fits because, like, this all takes place. Like a week before the events yeah. of Black Panther.
1: Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to be, you're going to be getting an office instead of a cell. Do me a favor. Stay in it. We'll write you a <laughs> receipt for your costumes. Bird, Bird costume. costume. <laughs> I didn't write it. <laughs> Bird oh, costume. Man. Come on. <laughs> Natasha's like, for the record, this is what making things worse looks yeah. like. But I like that almost immediately like Sam and uh Steve and Sharon are they're watching the interrogation and they're like there's something up. Something's going on yep. here. Yeah. And one of the things I like is the interrogation scene goes on and you realize like oh hey this is this is that guy. Yeah. <laughs> this is that guy we saw earlier.
2: Dun, 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 dun. Oh, we
1: missed the scene. We missed yeah, him in the yeah, hotel. Tony yeah. and Steve. So,
2: like, well, uh, the the hotel, and also Tony and Steve. God, I hated you.
1: Yeah. Oh. Right? Yeah. yeah. Inferiority complex. Massive, yeah. massive, massive. Because you know Howard would have bragged about it to Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no way cool? that's not a conversation that they regularly had. And he I brings do
2: Captain America.
1: Oh, you I think you did Captain good at your America. youth
2: soccer league? I knew Captain America.
1: Yeah. Uh, God, I hated you. And yeah. he just says it. He just says it. Yeah,
2: and he's and it's kind of insufferable. Like like Steve is so nice to him. Yeah. That and like like Tony doesn't let it go, and he doesn't like sort of change on it, and it kind of bothers me.
1: It's yeah, Tony lets things fester. And here's the thing that's really interesting. Steve never rests on his Captain America laurels. He never like goes around like, I'm Captain America. When he first meets Sam, he's like, Steve Rogers.
2: He's like, I know who you are. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's a very humble person because he's still that sickly kid from Brooklyn. You know? And Tony has gotten this combination of his childhood crap mixed up. In his own issues and his own, yep. you know, feelings of self-doubt. And he's pinned it on Steve. Like, Steve is the lightning rod for all... My of... dad's
2: not here anymore, so I blame you.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the whole thing. He mm. needs someone to vent his bullshit at. And so he... But, you know, he's like, I got this olive branch. These are the pens that the Len Lease Act was uh, signed with. You know... And then he brings up that Wanda is being held against He was so
2: close. He was so close.
1: (laughs) And then as soon as as Steve finds out about the (laughs) involuntary confinement. That's internment. Yep. He's like, oh, God, Tony. Yep.
0: And then Tony says
1: the most infuriating thing ever, which is that they don't grant visas to weapons of mass destruction. And I'm like, son of a fucking bitch. Yeah. One, she's a person. Two, you have the money and the resources, and it's been at least a year, possibly more. You could have gotten her some sort of documentation, some sort of protection if you had fucking tried. And he didn't. He clearly didn't do anything to try to get Wanda to be at least a legal resident Mm -hmm. of the United States of America. He didn't bother. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, Wanda, I think, latched on to Steve and Nat and Rhodey to an extent because they were the ones at the Avengers facility at the end of Ultron and Tony had just, you know, gone into semi-retirement. Yeah. So. I'm an active duty non-combatant. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the thing at the hotel, right? So this guy, he calls down to room service or and has breakfast delivered every single morning. But never the lets same, them
2: same breakfast.
1: But never really lets them into the room. Yep. So you know there's something hinky happening, and he somehow has an EMP in there. I don't know how he got in there, but he Not did. Not that most
2: people knew what that was at si- at you know first sight.
1: Yeah. Big scary electrical thingy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like intimidating. What's it? Is it bigger than a bread box?
2: <laughs> Does it have a timer on
1: it? Blah. <laughs> It's a bread box with a timer on it. <laughs> it's a toaster oven. <laughs> oh my god. And he's trying to read the words that we heard about, we heard in the he's, very first yeah. scene. He's trying to... He's sounding them out. Learn his Russian.
2: Yeah, looking at the Cyrillic and just being like, ugh, I haven't done this in a long time.
1: Yeah. But Sokovian was written in Cyrillic, so he knows at least the the... Alphabet, Yeah, the base
2: he knows. Wants to make sure he's got it all there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, now, you know, we go back to the interrogation scene. And we're like, oh, hey, it's the guy who was learning Bucky's trigger words. At least that's what we say. Because interspersed with this is a delivery truck going to a power plant. And that EMP going off. I'm sorry. <laughs> That facility should have backup power. Yeah, it should have a cogen plant. Like, there should be some thing in place to prevent that kind of massive. Unless outage. it was hacked by Russia. Ugh.
2: <laughs> not in this universe.
1: No. This is a universe in which Trump is not president. So this Trump is this is
2: a universe about. that is quite frankly simpler.
1: Yes. <laughs> can I trade universes? Me too. Surprise,
2: surprise. The comic book universe is simpler than the real one. Uh, Ugh. Anyway.
1: Yeah, so the power goes off just as the, you know, guy interrogating Bucky is about to break out the red notebook and read off the words. So one of the things I find really fascinating about this... Uh, scene that plays out as zemo is reading off the trigger words is that bucky begins to extricate himself from these bindings yeah which means he could have done that at any time mm-hmm. yeah he chose not to which it's kind of thematically very similar to tony in wanting yeah. to be kept in check yeah he feels yeah. like he's dangerous
2: and also I mean it's a thing that you see um a bit in in these superhero shows and movies like uh the the most recent season well I think it happened in both seasons of uh Jessica Jones like the cops and and Luke Cage like cops will catch like the superhero and the superhero is like mm, all right fine and they'll be held like in prison they'll be held in their cell and it's like I could leave at any time but I'm trying to be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, Bucky had a very legitimate reason for now wanting to get away because he knows what happens when he hears those words. Yeah. And it it's happens. Like,
2: no, 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 not homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I remember when, uh, you know, like the, the I don't remember exactly when the title was announced, but Spider-Man Homecoming, you know, like that, that title <laughs> got out. And it's like, and, and it's like, does, does, does the do the code words have anything we to know. do with yeah. like? Is is Spider Man gonna be in, involved with the Winter Soldier?
1: They went like <laughs> full on lost conspiracy level of crazy <laughs> with these code words. Oh my
2: <laughs> god! It's like no man. They're just they're just words. Just let it go. Yeah, he he busts out of his glass box just in time to be you know activated.
1: Ready mm. to comply. Mm. So that. And then he fucks shit up. He fucks yep. everybody up. Yep. He fucks Tony up. He fucks Steve up. He fucks, <laughs> <laughs>
2: fucks Natasha and the and, only one that and Agent Carter he doesn't and
1: beat is T'Challa. Hmm. He just escapes. Yeah,
2: he gets away from him.
1: Yeah. He, he, I he really a, love the tag team fighting Sharon and Natasha against oh, yeah. him. Yeah.
2: Well, like Sharon like is the first one to get there, and she tries and she puts up, you know, she fights. Mm-hmm. but then, and it's like interesting like the, the moves where they sort of like flip off like Sharon I can't remember I didn't write it down but like she goes for like some sort of like a flying something or other and it's like sort of like it's a really cool like thing for anybody to ever do but in the context of the Marvel like you know sort of fight choreography it's a little simple and then like she, she kind of gets batted away and then Natasha jumps in with like the flying spinning triangle choke of doom <laughs> and it's just like uh, yeah like upgrade there you go
1: yeah <laughs> It looked like, um, it, it looked like Sharon had been going for some kind of hooking kick, but she definitely missed, because instead of hooking him out of the way, she just kind of got her knee around his neck. hmm Yeah. And then he just kind of was like, boop!
2: It's like, you're hey, you are, you're mortal, I don't care about you. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Natasha's, like, got him in the choke, and she's like, what, you don't even recognize me? <laughs> it's
1: recognize
2: kind of like a funny, me. funny little bit, it's like, you could at least know my name. oh. Yeah
1: which you know i know it's a reference to winter soldier cuz she definitely did that to him then but you know i still yep. like to think that maybe he was involved in her training
0: yeah. I, that I like could, think they so could too. that could
2: happen they could they could definitely again like whatever they decide to do with the the black widow movie as much as uh, as what's his face doctor Chivago? no um Television face. As much as he said she was born in
1: 1984.
2: No. <laughs> Dr. Ufago, Zola. Dr. Zola. <laughs> Zola. Yeah. Doc- Dr. Zola. Dr. Zola. Anyway, uh, yeah. As much as he said she was born in 1984, within the universe, I still think there's plenty of room to say, no, oh, she's older than that.
1: Yeah. Like a lot. A lot older. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes up. Steals the helicopter. There's lots of jumping <laughs> multiple floors. It oh, would
2: go. Yeah. oh, man. So stealing the helicopter. And then Steve comes out there and does and it's the, the sexiest, it's the... most impossible thing.
1: Yep. Bicep <laughs> flexing. <laughs> I'm going to oh, save you with the power just... of my biceps. His arms,
2: like doing the sort of crucified, like trying to hold the, the helicopter. It's like, okay, that's really cool, dude. You are super duper fit and like alright fine, Captain America's stronger, but helicopters can lift
0: a fuck ton of weight. <laughs> it's
2: like I'm sorry. You're you're not you're not holding it in place.
1: Steve's t shirt made him strong enough to hold his, the helicopter his... in the same way his beard makes him strong enough to hold <laughs> his fist. <laughs> it true. Uh, I don't oh, think I, I I just report the facts. Yep. But
2: yeah, that that scene like in the theater, like because I saw I saw this like back in back in the day before I, I had a, a child and could see every Marvel movie like opening night, like, you know, packed theater when he goes to to put his hands on like the helicopter and the landing pad and you have that extended shot. Of him like flexing, and you get the Dorito bud. Like mm. there were there were gasps and sighs oh, in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Like people were like, "Oh my Ooh. god!"
1: Ooh. I'm pretty sure Evans got hurt doing that.
2: <laughs> That's entirely possible. Yeah, flexing too hard. Ah. Uh.
1: <laughs> and then they go into the river, and he pulls Bucky out of the river the way Bucky pulled him out of the river. Yeah,
2: turnabout is fair play.
1: And then they immediately like put him in a warehouse with his arm in a vice, yeah. so and that now, he can't yeah. go anywhere. <laughs> and so this is now the uh, post-credit scene from Ant Man. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. Which is yep. which
2: is like, did he already reach out to Ant Man, or does he go and talk to somebody about getting Ant Man? I don't know. I just think Whatever. he has a
1: network of contacts, and he just you know. Says, okay. Yeah, stop. he sent out
2: he sent out an instant message. He sent out yeah. a Facebook friend request,
1: whatever. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um meanwhile, uh Tony is like bargaining with Ross. I don't remember which Ross, probably Everett of like he should be the one to bring Steve and Barnes in mm-hmm. because you know, it's their team and he's still trying to keep things together. And Ross gives him 48 hours. 36. 36. He, wanted, he
2: wanted 72 and he's like, you've got 36.
1: Yeah. Um, that's not how motivation what, works, but sure. What,
2: was this before or after we get Zemo listening to his phone?
1: I, I don't remember. I don't remember. This, yeah. I, but the Zemo listening to his phone stuff was kind of transparent.
2: I, I didn't think it was like it. It, it took me a couple goes before I realized what it was, and oh. it was kind of like you know th- I thought it was well done, like it was yeah. a, it was a good thing like where he's on the phone and like you hear this other voice and it's like who's he talking to? What's the plan? What's going on? Because maybe I've uh, just
1: seen that tech that tactic used in too many TV shows. Like which ones? Um, there was definitely an episode of Criminal Minds where they used it, where like mm. the unsub kept listening to a recording on his cell phone, and it turned out that it was like the last voicemail his dead girlfriend had ever left him. Mm-hmm. And then that's probably the same thing. I remember it from too, because yeah. I feel like I've it was, seen it done before. Never it watched, watched the Frankie show. Muniz episode. Oh, I really <laughs> like the Frankie Muniz episode.
2: <laughs> so you just knew what you were looking for, what you were looking at. All right. Yeah. Well, it, it caught me. I, I, I was surprised.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> And I think it caught a lot of people because a lot of people were like, "What's this Zemo guy?" Do-? Like, I noticed like that was kind of like you know. By by the end, obviously, I understood what had happened and I understood his plan and it all made sense. But I know that like online, there was a lot of commentary from people that were just like, "What's this Zemo guy doing?" I don't, I don't get it. What did he? What? What?
1: So here's the thing. Like, I ugh. mean, I didn't get his entire plan from it, but I knew okay, he has dead family. Yeah, got it. But but here's the thing, like we. Zemo used this thing called subtlety,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that is not a
1: tactic that Lex Luthor understood.
0: Oh, like, man. if you
1: compare them, since, since they're movies that came out around the same time and involve oh. a similar, you know, idea of pitting <laughs> the good guys against each other. Pitting
2: the superheroes against one another, yeah.
1: You know, Zemo, you're not strong Zemo's tactic was much more subtle and... It worked a lot better than
0: Martha. Martha. <laughs>
1: and I feel like in that, in part for that with me is that, you know, Jesse Eisenberg, Lex Luthor is ego driven and power driven. where Zemo was emotionally and personally driven to do this. Yeah. So, you know, it was more compelling for me that way, but
2: yeah. And it's, it's not that, um, it's not that Lex Luthor can't be subtle, can't be, like, um, there's, uh, a really short, and it kind of ties into this a little bit, like vaguely, tangentially, mm-hmm. but there's a, a, a pretty short, like, graphic novel, uh, of Superman called, uh, Superman Red Sun. Uh, mm-hmm. have you ever, if you've ever seen or I've read that, it, it. like, it's, it's really good. It's like a single sort of TPB. It's, it's pretty short, you know, maybe like a hundred pages, 120 pages, but at the, it's just a, a short series where instead of landing in Kansas, Superman lands in the Soviet Union. And like, mm-hmm. what kind of a different world is that? And there are some like, uh, and in, in that one, like, uh, you know, Lex Luthor's in the United States. He becomes the president. He squares off against Superman, who is, you know, the premier of the Soviet Union. And, uh, there's some cool. It's a really good, like, well done Superman story. It's like I've enjoyed it the most out of like any Superman stuff in in recent years. And there's a bit in there that I don't want to spoil uh, for people, but it is well done and and well executed in such a way. Like it's 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 more like what Zemo does here, and less like what Eisenberg uh, <laughs> Luther does in Batman versus Superman.
1: Yeah. Anyway. So. Natasha and Tony are talking. They're like, we are going to need more people on mm-hmm. our side. So <laughs> who do we got? And they both have ideas. And Nat's idea is downstairs with claws. And, and Tony's idea is somewhere else. And then we get the giant queens.
2: Yeah. But oh,
0: free. This,
2: this scene is so good. Okay. This scene I, is so good. And it I, I love... And I love that Spider-Man, I love his introduction, I love how it's done, I love everything, but in-universe, I'm kind of like, okay, wait a second, the Sokovia Accords are all <laughs> yeah. your fault, and it's because you, like, you know, foolishly sort of stepped into things and, and did stuff without thinking about it. And now you're
1: it. going to bring a child into it. And now, yeah,
2: and now you're going to, like, this kid in Queens who's, like, I think in this movie, what, 14, 15? I think he's, like, 16. He's
1: supposed to be 16. Is maybe he? 17 yeah i
2: thought he was like a sophomore in homecoming
1: i don't, I don't know, know. He's, so he's i am young. not willing i am not willing to consider him as being under 16 years old he's and like 15 just,
2: he's like yeah. 16 okay so he's 16
1: and he's and, he freaking blackmails him yeah and, and it's like creepy with his aunt
2: <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like dude How do you think this is a good idea? How is. How does this fit into the Sokovia Accords?
1: Well, I'm going to bring him onto my team, which is a sanctioned team. Like, Tony! How is this remotely
2: acceptable? I'm sorry, did Spider Man sign the Accords? Did he sign them under the name Peter Parker? Is his name. Is that public information now? No! Yeah. I. Just. Gah! Like. (laughs) It's cool and fun and I love it, but like within universe logic, it just doesn't. It's like, dude, this is stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes me. I love. It makes I love. Mad.
2: I I love that bit where he's like, you know, sitting there like talking to Aunt May, and 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 like, uh, you know, Peter comes in and misses him at first, and like you know, Toadie's, like, all, yeah, I got your email. And he, like, does, like, a double wink thing, like, in the background. Like, he's, like, winking and nodding in such a way. It's, like, wait, what? Wait, what? It's so much fun. (laughs)
0: Mm,
1: It was really fun. And I do think that Tom Holland is, you know, one of the better Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Feeds. Spider-Man. I mean, I like, you know, I know he's in his 20s, but he does look like a teenager, which, when it came to actually watching Spider Man, I was sat there and like had a heart attack through the entire thing, and I'm like, "Oh my god, you're a child. You're gonna get yourself killed. What are He's you doing?" He's a baby, <laughs> Spider fetus, it's Spider just baby. That, you know, we're getting old.
2: Yeah, it does. We are getting old. Because uh, like teenagers and twenty somethings will watch that and be like, "What? He's fine. He's a man. <laughs> He's Spider Man." <laughs> Tony's like, uh, S- yeah. Spiderling, uh-huh. spider boy. <laughs> I think my favorite one of that is definitely spiderling.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's not a onesie.
2: <laughs> now we're in business. No, me first. Gross. You're, you and your unusually attractive aunt. <laughs> So, should we. We can save talking about Aunt May until Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she's. Compared to the other Aunt Mays. Damn.
1: <laughs> Academy Award winner Marissa Tomei. <laughs>
0: uh.
1: Although she's way less. Bam in, um, the actual Spider Man movie. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah. still attractive because she's Marissa Tomei, but she's definitely yeah. a bit mousier.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, she's she's you know a little little more um, you know maternal,
1: less of a Le- thing less for be- Tony to hit on,
2: less yeah. being hit on by Tony. so yeah, it, the, the the context and like the situation that they're in, being together and like and and him talking the way he talks and her responding because. Well, in in um, in Spider Man Homecoming, which again we'll talk about more when we get to Spider Man Homecoming, like the way that she talks about him, like like oh I hate that Tony Stark and like he's such a jerk and whatever. Like in this scene, she's responding.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we talked a little bit about you know them putting Bucky in the vice grip so that he can't get away. And they're trying to figure out, like, okay, are you you? What's going on? And your mother's name is Susan. Sarah. Sarah. Your mother, you put newspapers in your shoes. Yep. Can't read that in a museum. And Sam's just like, what?
2: Okay. <laughs> it's
1: like, you, that that that's all you have to hear to be okay with this. Yep. I don't know if I feel. I don't know if I'm okay with this. This is this is. Are you Steve? Are you thinking clearly? <laughs>
2: Oh. oh man! And but I guess that's... they didn't—they didn't need him to get Bucky out of the supervice thing. They just needed Ant Man to just—they needed somebody else on their team.
1: Yeah, they needed a body, and especially yeah. one that nobody knew about. Well, yeah. they need backup mm-hmm. yeah. because this is when Bucky reveals that he's not the only Winter Soldier. Right.
2: Yeah, that's true. Which oh man, first made me roll yeah.
1: my eyes, and then I was like, okay, no, this is actually good.
2: It was really well done, like yeah. it, and it and it and it fits into to Zemo's plan, and it gives them motivation, and it makes and it makes their actions make more sense. Mm-hmm. Like and it he's ties like, oh yeah, there's,
1: flashback. It ties yeah, there's into like, Howard's death.
2: There's like five of them, and they're super killers, and they're way better than me, and oh, they can they could take out you know other countries, and you would never know it even happened, and they're so amazing, uh, and they're just asleep in Siberia.
1: They're just locked up. And Zemo's going after them, so we need more bodies. His
2: plan is obviously to get them and, and take over the world. Obviously.
1: Yeah. Clearly. Clearly that's his plan. So... Yeah. And in... then,
2: okay, so...
1: <laughs> so then Clint goes to retrieve Wanda. Yep. Which is...
2: Oh, man. I that love scene. this scene,
1: because, like, he sets off an explosion outside to the Lord Vision Act. What. A...
2: What a successful distraction!
1: <laughs> and then Wanda, <laughs> like, second. hears someone behind her, and she's like, "Magic not knife," enough. and it stops yeah. right in between his eyes, and he's like,
0: Maybe "Magic missile." Not.
1: <laughs> Clint's gotta. <coughs> Clint's gotta collect his children now.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: What are you doing oh. here? Disappointing my children? No, you're saving your child. What are yeah. you talking about? Wanda yeah. is one of your children. Yeah.
2: And then, oh man, this this fight with Vision where he cannot win and he's trying
0: so hard. It's
2: he's like he's either
1: going right through him or he's too dense to hit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's like he's like either passing through him, which throws him off, or just bouncing off. Like the bit where he like has his, his extendable baton and just, like, smashes it against his face, and, like, Vision doesn't even flinch, and it just shatters. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's Uh, like,
2: this is pointless.
1: The Um, city is flying. (laughs) (laughs) The robot can change density. (laughs) I've got a bow and arrows. One of the things that frustrates me, and I know why Vision says it, but when Wanda's, like, you know, prying him away from Clint. And he says, if you do this, they will never stop being afraid of you. And I'm just like, that is grossly manipulative for a robot. (laughs) He's learned some things.
2: He's got a mind stone.
1: But you know what? She has a very good point. I can't control their fear. Yes. Only my own. Yes. Womp womp. Womp womp. And then she terrifyingly pushes him through oh like multiple floors of into the building the... and into the... <laughs> like a
2: pancake. Yep. <sighs> Although, it's like, how far down did you push him and how much did it really hurt? Because it seems like he could still just kind of like float back up.
1: I yeah. don't think it hurt him very much necessarily. It just incapacitated him long enough for them to be able to get out.
2: That would be like a really annoying fix to have to do to the building.
1: I know, right? Like
2: <laughs> it's Well like, she managed wait a to
1: miss all of the structural elements. So <laughs> Yeah. It's like
2: how do we how do we fill in this um, you know, mile deep sinkhole?
1: <laughs> Backfill. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> don't don't ask me construction questions because I will literally start thinking about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So
2: do we get okay, so is that before or after um Steve meets up with, with Sharon? Okay, so that's before okay. So then they that's meet up. That's
1: before because Sharon Sharon is a good She is. She gets good their buddy. stuff. She good gets buddy. their gear. 'Cause she she knows what she's, the right thing to do is. She's probably tanking mm. her career in the process. Maybe. But All right, possible. Guys, how do we feel about the kiss?
2: I uh it's
1: uh, I kind of waffle on it.
2: It's serviceable.
1: Some days I like it, some days I don't.
2: I know? I loved I loved Bucky and 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 uh and Sam's response like there in like, the yeah. they're in yeah, the bug. Like,
1: dude, if that's, the, if that's the only reason that they I'm good with it.
2: <laughs> they're they're broy kind of like nod and smile and I'm just like, "You guys,
1: you losers." <laughs>
2: Can you move your seat? No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The perpetual antagonism between Bucky and Sam makes me happy.
2: I'm his best friend. No, I'm his best friend.
1: Exactly. I literally made a fan vid to, you're my best friend, but I know I'm not yours.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, you need to make more of those.
1: I know. I need to finish the Crazy X avengers I'm going to do more of them. I'll share them on our Tumblr. Thank you. Should also, we'll, we'll also put him up on the group. Yeah. Yep. Oh, um, oh yeah. I need to make more of those. <laughs>
2: and then, okay, so from here, they meet up with the rest of their team, right? Then we get, uh, yeah, we meet this him is in the where, garage. Yep. Ant-Man, you need, to, you need some <laughs> caffeine. <Suit> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> we need to get oh, some man. caffeine
1: in him. I really wow. Well, you're Captain
2: America. i have <laughs> your hand for it? way too long.
1: <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> thanking of me. But you know it's, what? Like, Here's his what I love. in this
2: movie is such a delight.
1: I really, really love that he's like, oh, Captain America. Wow. And then he looks at Wanda. He's like, I know you, too. You're great. (laughs) I'm like, that's what she needed to hear right now. She needed to hear that. She needs a fan. (laughs) Because she's been feeling really, really low. I know you,
0: too. You're great.
1: (laughs) I will forever love that Sam calls him Tic Tac. I know. (laughs) Oh. So then they It's change
2: like that was a great trial, garage, but nobody needs to hear about that. Yeah, they get they get changed in the van, they get changed in their thing. Like and and they all get changed like none of them is in costume yet, right? No.
1: Nope. Yep. That is like, correct. But
2: Wanda didn't need to get changed. I don't changed. think Clint
1: changes. I think Clint is well, he shows up in his, you know, gear. He, yeah. I think he has
2: his I think he has his uh, he changes, I think.
1: His he has got his like weird like super. He may
2: black, already have his pants like, on.
1: Yeah. He's wear, he's like not wearing any purple, which kind of throws me a little bit. <laughs>
2: It's like out of all of them okay, so like all of the, so Falcon needs to wear his stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh Clint needs to wear his gear, uh Steve needs to wear like Lang needs to wear his gear, obviously. Like the only mm-hmm. like like eh. I mean I get why Captain America is wearing his gear. You know, it's well if good. he's
1: gonna go up against Tony who does lots of blasty things.
2: Wanda doesn't need to change into her costume, she can just Passion. wear whatever. Eh. <laughs> Whatever.
1: Honestly, it's a I don't good think... good costume, it, though. I don't think... Yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah. And then this fight scene. The airport fight. The airport fight, which is just as destructive as anything else. It really is. The only saving <laughs> grace, I suppose, is that the airport was evacuated.
2: Abandoned. There's nobody there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's not like vision destroying a radio tower is uh anything. You know,
2: in the con- <laughs> in the context of, you know, the city destruction that's taken place in the MCU, this isn't that expensive.
1: I don't know. That 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 shit's billions. Like <laughs>
2: Billions?
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much it costs to build an airport, but I would guess it's billions.
2: Well, but, I mean, yes, the whole airport, but, like, just the, the one comm tower and, and like, you know, a fuel truck and a plane, it's hundreds of millions, tops.
1: That's still a lot of money.
2: It's a lot of money, but it's not New York.
1: No, but mm-hmm. this is not New York. This is Germany.
0: <laughs>
2: they will very efficiently clean it up. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Uh so the so, confront the initial confrontation with everybody showing up and, and introducing themselves.
1: Yep. Underuse
2: Your judgment is
1: askew. Oh my god, do Ta- Peter talks so much. She talks so <laughs> he, much and I'm like, does. Child, get off the field. <laughs> I feel like Underoos. I am in May. <laughs> you are.
2: And he steals the shield, and it's, like, a great, like, opening, like, intro shot of, here is is Spider-Man in his suit, Mm
1: -hmm. and it's good. Yeah, it is a good suit. It is an awesome suit. And the weird eyes. And then Scott steals it back, because Scott steals things. Mm -hmm. So good!
2: (laughs) Mr. Lang is like, I believe this is yours, Captain America. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I like the updates to the helmet that the costume design has. Yeah, it's a little yeah, sleeker looking, a... although a yeah. little pointier in the mouth. <laughs> but um, there's just so much that happens in this fight scene that I can only really pick apart like little bits, um, you know? Because I feel like they square off twice.
2: Yeah, they're, they're they sort do. of like and they're sort of initially like fighting, they're sparring. And like, you know, Clint and Natasha are fighting and and mm-hmm. Wanda, we're still like, friends, smacks right? It's like we're you're pulling your punches and like, you know, they're they're sort of uh it's before the, the sort of like the big bat, you know, smash together where, where you know the big shot of them coming together. Yeah. Yeah. Um It's, and, before, and, and vision it's, and it's, it's before Vision arrives
1: and Before vision arrives. I really I still really like the whole bit with Nat and Clint's fight being like we're still friends, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I you like, this pulling isn't your punches.
1: <laughs> I just, oh. I really love that Sam. I thought it was a water up. I know. <laughs> I hate you.
2: <laughs> to fight Spider-Man. You know, <laughs> There's usually less got talking involved. Oh, you got a metal art. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The everyone's got a gimmick line. That is unacceptable. Coming from the Falcon.
1: Yes, it <laughs> is. The
2: Falcon has no business judging other people's gimmicks.
1: yeah i love pretty much everything involving sam and bucky in this movie and then but also scott on the battlefield is hilarious i had a lot of feels with um when scott climbed on the arrow and clint shot it all right arrow guy (laughs) let's do this let's do this i got introduced to that bit in the comics in children's crusade when Cassie, as Thatcher, got on the arrow, and Clint's like, Your dad and I used to do this all the time, and I was just like, "Mm -hmm." It was really sweet. Yeah, because at that point in the comics, Scott was dead. Sorry to break your hearts. (laughs) He's back now because comics. Nobody ever stays dead. Because
2: comics. Yeah, nobody stays dead because these things always reset every generation or so.
1: Yep. So, what other good things happen in this fight? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Everything. Steve versus T'Challa. Steve versus T'Challa was. I'm sorry. When Clint's like, I don't think we've met. I'm Clint. I don't. I don't care.
2: (laughs) Just like, yeah, that's great, Arrow guy.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, just, so, yeah, so,
1: I love, like, the stuff that Wanda is able to do with the cars and mm-hmm. just everything. Everything. Oh, those are some expensive cars. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm detecting multiple conclusions, boss. Yeah, I detected yeah, I that, too. Know. Yeah, I
1: detected that, too. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've I, I got it. So, okay. Uh, the Giant Introduction to Giant Man. Oh, we need. I've get- got something big. I can only hold it for a little bit, though. <laughs> I, really did. I did it once in a lab. I passed out after.
2: I might get cut in half.
1: <laughs> just leave me.
2: <laughs> and then oh, no, everybody's uh, but, just
1: like, but, "Oh wait, okay. wait!" But before that,
2: but before that, he penetrates the he penetrates Tony's stew, yep. His suit. Yep, suit. And is bit like, who is this? This What's is going your on? conscience. This is your conscience. We haven't talked <laughs> in a while. He's
1: Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Jiminy Ant-Man. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> Activating fire suppression unit. I, you know what? I love Friday's Irish accent. It's it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of ex- subtle. Um,
1: it's Carrie it's Condon s- from Rome.
2: Ah, so good. Yep. Love it.
1: Um So we have the giant guy thing, which I'm going to suppose it has something to do with the fact that he fucked with Regulator in Ant-Man.
2: Yeah. Yep. 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 And I love it. We talked about it a little bit, like on Ant-Man, like how, you know, smaller animals like experience time differently than larger animals. Mm -hmm. And there's like it's hard to describe, but it's very interesting the way he sort of like. Is slow as as giant man, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, but he's like a, he wouldn't a think that dude. he's
1: moving slowly.
2: Yeah, he doesn't feel like he's moving right. slowly. It's just that everybody else is moving so fast, and it's like really interesting the way they portray him and 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 how he talks and moves. <laughs> it's so
1: good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Vision just kind of like whoosh, goes through. There's something inside then. me. There's something inside me. There's something inside me. Hey, guys, remember that really old movie? The Empire Strikes Back?
2: How old is this kid? He's on the young side.
1: I didn't carbon date him. Which, that's oh it's like,
2: okay, Tony, you don't need to carbon date him to know that he's young.
1: You dummy. He's a child. Also, I, you should have done your fucking research before bringing a miner into the field.
2: Yeah, or, you know, you should not do that at all. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that too. Let's leave uh, the miners out of it.
2: It's like at some point, like you know th- that's one of those things where it's like Rody should have been like, "Okay, Steve, Um, I know Spider-Man is like cool and all, and he he did great work, but he's sixteen, you, Dick,
1: yeah, mm-hmm
2: this is This is like unacceptable statutory vigilanteism,
1: yeah, seriously, yeah, especially since he had zero idea what he was being dragged into.
2: He also told me to go for your legs, like Spider-Man fighting Captain America. <laughs> Webbing him up.
1: I was like, oh, man, that was so good.
2: He's was like, you're it pretty good, good, kid. Where, where are you from?
1: Queens. Queens. That Lovely. is the most realistic thing about this movie. New Yorkers talking about what borough they're from. Yep. So, um, you know, Steve and Bucky are racing for the Quinjet. Vision brings the tower down. And they, Wanda, like, run through
2: the falling tower.
0: Yeah. Ah, so crazy.
1: there.
2: She's and like, okay, she's get ready. in.
1: She's like, I'm gonna regret this. And then she stops T'Challa. Yep. Yep. Bazzap! Like, oh, oh. She made a judgment call. She did. You know, she... The situation changed. Truth is a matter of circumstance. Mm-hmm. I think she saw that better than anyone. So they got in the Quinjet. They took off. Rhodey and Hot. Rhodey and Tony in hot pursuit. Rhodey and Tony in hot pursuit. Sam behind them. Behind them, and the most painful scene in the movie. I mean, look. Vision gets distracted. He does. He does. He got distracted by Wanda, and
2: thought you didn't do that.
1: You know. Sam had enough situational awareness to be able to check his to look behind him, and deactivate his power source for that one instant. And he just got out of the way, and Rodi took the hit.
2: Dun dun dun. And
1: it's not it's not like it's something that Rody is never unprepared for, right? Like he's a pilot. That's something that they expect, almost expect to happen, you know, at any given moment. Which is something Rhodey talks about later in the movie, but... (coughs) It's still, like, I'm flying dead stick. Like, that is the worst nightmare. And with the the headset just completely dark around him.
2: Only being able to get that sort of, like, the slit through the tiny little Mm -hmm. eye holes. And it's, it's, uh, that would be... That's that's different from flying dead stick, cause at yeah. least then you're in a plane and you can sort of see what's going on and maybe bail out and maybe it can glide. In this, you're in a rock. You're you're basically a falling rock. Yeah. There's no aerodynamics to the suit. It doesn't he, glide. It he doesn't. Can't
1: brace for impact. He can't
2: control himself. He, and without power, it probably he isn't strong enough to actually move.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's the most sickening thud when he hits the ground because it's also so plain mm-hmm. at the same time. There's no big explosion. It's just thud, and you see um, Sam and Tony just both stop their pursuit, like at the same time. They both go. They both try to catch him. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And then I I feel like this encapsulates. Tony, in a nutshell, is that Sam has dropped everything and he's come over and he's like, I'm so sorry. And Tony just gives him a sonic blast and knocks him over. And I'm like, dude, you wanted to extend an olive branch earlier. You don't get what an olive branch actually is because that's what Sam just gave you. Uh,
2: I... <laughs> I mean not uh, a whole
1: olive branch but it was like that, time out. In, in that yeah. in that
2: context I'm I'm not that bothered by him blasting Sam.
1: Well, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm bothered by it. I'm saying it encapsulates how Tony reacts to yeah. everything. Mm. Sam has come over to help and Tony has a grudge and is taking it out on him. that that's just how i see it tony is rejecting help mhm and acting out
2: or he's making sure that you know he's under arrest and stays put
1: all of the above well it was it's clear that you know tony did, didn't expect the um he didn't expect this arrest to go the way it does yeah
2: yeah, but once it's escalated to the fight, it is it, it it becomes less a matter of walking in peacefully and more a matter of being taken in.
1: Yeah. But he still has no idea what's going to happen. Cuz yeah. we we get this in a, a little bit, but um so Team Cap's been arrested.
2: Yeah. And so wait, wait. so it- at this point, I, uh dear listener, I must confess that um, I was so engrossed that I just stopped taking notes. So I'm just <laughs> going to have to rely on you guys uh, to fill me in.
1: <laughs> so at this point, we go to the hospital where we're getting the MRI on on Roadie. He has a f- fractured, not dead, he, shattered. He's alive, but he shattered L four through S one. So the like. A lot. <laughs> A lot. I mean, it's the lower two of the lumbar and the first of the... I guess. Yeah, it's like, it's three bones. Mm-hmm. But it's the ones, like, right at the curve right. of your spine. So, not good. Paralysis. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nat's like, we called this wrong. This was not, you know, got completely out of hand. And Tony just goes off on her. Um, it's, like, you, you, it's like, you really can't let this double agent thing yeah. go. And this <laughs> is when, I think this is the first time Tony's confronted with the the fact that, hey, we got played. Yeah. There, You know, Tony's seeing now that this did not go the way he thought it was going to mm-hmm. go. And I guess his response is yeah. kind of to dig in deeper and lash mm-hmm. out. And Natasha's trying to change course and... She's just like can you let your ego go for one second? Like this wasn't a personal attack on you. Like none of this was. I she's like, I didn't try to screw you over, Tony. I made a call based on what I thought was the right thing. Yeah, so this is the last time we see Nat in this movie. Yep. This confrontation with Tony. Hmm. She just pieces out. Yeah, so then we have um there's this cut to Zemo and uh he's called the hotel. To and told the people to bring up the regular breakfast order and in doing so they discover the dead body of the actual psychologist who was supposed to interrogate Bucky. Yeah. He's also in Russia when he makes the yep. call. So yep. uh so at this point, you know, everybody finds out, oops, we done fucked up. And so, Bucky didn't
2: do anything.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh, shit. So Tony decides to go pay a little visit to the incarcerated Avengers who are in a terrifying super prison in the middle of- The, the- Raft! Oh my god.
2: Which is mentioned in Jessica Jones season it two. Is.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. It is a very, very scary place meant for very, very scary people. And Tony's like, I, I didn't think they would put you guys here.
2: I love his interact. He gets to talk to to each of them in turn, like they're they're little.
1: (laughs) Hey, Doctor Pim said, "Never touch a Stark, or trust a Stark." Never
2: trust a. Who are you? Who are you?
1: It's like, oh, come on, man. (laughs) He can't even like. Can't even make eye contact with Wanda. Well, Wanda's catatonic. I know. She's just. I read the most heartbreaking thing that someone's like, this is, she is being treated worse in the raft than she was treated Mm -hmm. by Hydra. Yeah, because she's probably also drugged out of her mind. She's drugged. She's in a straitjacket. She's alone. Yep. You know, when she was with Hydra, you know, they were testing her, experimenting on her, trying to get, you know, there was at least this, you know, myth of her like becoming stronger and unleashing something that's inside of her she's just locked up Mm -hmm. and being treated like a weapon and i just my heart is breaking for her and you know tony approaches sam and turns off the video the audio or yeah they they knocks out the a in the AV. And then it's still, like, presented like he thinks he's doing them a solid. Like, oh, I'm here, I'm, you know, I accept that I was wrong and I'm apologizing to you, but, you know, I still need to, you know, go off and do this thing. And Sam is like, okay, I'll give you this information, but it's because I'm worried about Steve. You, only, you can only show up there as his friend. Yep. I friend, would... friend. I think Tony thinks he's gonna show up there as his friend. Like that's yeah. He
2: has he has no yeah. reason to to believe
1: not. Yet. He's told himself that's what that's what his plan is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he decides to break the accords himself because the rules don't apply yeah. when Tony says they don't apply, and takes off for Siberia, yeah. followed by T'Challa. In his invisible plane.
2: Exit. Pursued by a Black Panther. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so they're approaching Steve and Bucky are approaching Siberia bantering a little bit. A little bit, and then they suit up and Bucky they goes into But but first N- Bucky's like, I don't know if I'm nostalgia. worth all this. Nostalgia. I don't know if I'm worth all this. I'm just like, oh baby. Yes, you are. You're a person. They have this conversations like you know, it wasn't your fault. You you were being controlled like you didn't choose to do all those things. He's like, "Yeah, but I still did them." Yeah. Which I find really fascinating. You know, Tony who has every ability to choose his actions tries so hard to distance himself from responsibility. Mm-hmm. And Bucky is taking so much responsibility for something he literally had no control over. For something he was a victim in. Yep. Anyways, so they go in fully expecting to face down five terrifying winter soldiers to find out they're all dead. Yep.
2: Well, and, yeah, and first Tony, Tony shows uh, up joins first. them. Tony, oh, yeah. Tony joins them.
1: Tony joins them. Yep. Manchurian Candidate, you're killing me. Yeah.
2: And they they fill Tony in on the the idea that there are five other super soldiers out here that, you know, Zemo is going to activate them and he's raising an army of these killing machines. Ah! But then they get in the room.
1: They're all dead. They're all dead.
2: All shot in their sleep. And Zemo's like, what, you thought I wanted more of them around? More of you wandering around? No.
1: Like, that's the last thing I want. He's
2: just like, ugh, I hate you guys.
1: And then you get to his final play. His final move. Mission report. December 16, 1991.
2: And he plays the video. The video that must have been shot by a camera that Hydra put there, I guess?
1: I don't know. So I noticed something watching Bucky's face. He has this look like he's realizing for the first time that he killed Howard. Mm -hmm. Because he knew Howard. Howard was his friend. Yep, yep. And I think maybe somewhere in the back of his mind, he knows that he killed Howard, but he's confronting it and remembering it again. Mm -hmm. And he looks horrified. Yeah, and Steve is just kind of resigned to what's about to happen. And then Bucky, and then, um, and then Tony's like, You killed my mom! Martha! Martha,
2: not you kill my dad, but you kill my mom. Maria. He's like, you know, when he when he saw it, when he saw uh, Bucky like, you know, club Howard in the face with his metal arm a- and kill him. It was like, oh, well, you know, I knew that happened, but but then like it put it over the edge when it was like my mother.
0: Yeah. Like, mm.
2: Could not uh, couldn't contain himself.
0: Maria. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then we get the fight sequence.
2: Well, oh, okay. Before the fight starts, he's like, "So did you know? Did you not tell me?" Like, uh,
1: yeah.
2: So this is something we talked about during Winter Soldier when, like, they, when um, Doctor Zoloff—I mean Zola—like uh, <laughs> played like the video for them, and we talked about like all, oh, were they supposed to believe this or whatever? It was something that he put up there. But I guess, like from from Steve's reaction here, like yes, he knew.
1: Yeah, that, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: that 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 Bucky had killed uh, Howard Stark and and his it, wife, and
1: I think it probably came up in his re- in his search for Bucky at some point. Yeah, that he mm-hmm. got confirmation that that wasn't just you know something that Zola was crash. using to. Yeah, that it was real. hmm. <sighs> And it's hard for him. It's hard for him, too. Howard was his friend. Yeah. And... Yep. Yep. Just the petulant, like, you know, he's my friend. So was I. But were you really, Tony? No. Were you and Steve really friends? Maybe Tony thought they were, because Tony has horrible relationships with people. Yeah. And, but... I I don't think I've seen anything in the MCU to really back up the idea that Tony and Steve are friends. Like they they work yeah. they work together, they're coworkers, they're colleagues, they're allies.
2: You fight for yourself. Put on the suit.
1: Put on the suit. Yeah.
2: You know, like from right from the beginning and all the way through, they're never. And you friends. see how
1: quickly things turned in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. They tolerated and each other, ripping, right, yes. Ripping trees
2: apart <laughs> with their bare hands.
1: Yeah. <sighs> well, one of them was. One of them was. Yeah. Don't take from my pile.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so they 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 begin the final confrontation, the final countdown, the final. Meanwhile, uh, uh, so there's battle.
1: Zemo sneaking out. Yeah. And T'Challa like, gets him.
2: I've succeeded! Ha ha ha.
1: Child has seen everything that's, you know, gone down. Yeah. And he, he knows now the... that Zemo is responsible for his father's for death. His but father. he's like, yeah. I'm gonna take you in to the proper authorities. Like Zemo's vengeance like, is uh, vengeance yeah, has consumed you. I'm it's gonna kill con- myself. Consuming first. them. I am then I am done letting it consume me. And then yeah. he says you do not get to rest yet.
2: Yeah. Like he, he goes, The world like of Zemo, the living is not
1: done with you. Yeah.
2: After Zemo, like, gives him the, <clears throat> the his sob story about his his uh, you know his wife and child and his father and digging them out and you know replaying the the voicemail for the last time. He he tries to put the gun under his chin and just blow his brains out, and Black Panther like slips in slips his hand in there and puts his hand like right over the muzzle of the gun, and it's just like, nope, vibranium, gotcha. Just just absorb the gunshot and he just kinda takes his back. He's like, no, we're we're you're you're gonna just relax for a minute and you're under
1: arrest. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love I just love his moment. Me just... too. So good. And then I'm sitting there going, I want my Black Panther movie now. <laughs> well, you
2: got it, so come on. I
1: do, no, but they, past me didn't. They deliver. Have
2: it. They deliver. <laughs> Just give them the time and they'll deliver.
1: Yep, and the fight rages on, and it just gets. Bucky's arm gets. Oh, that was hard. That was so uh. hard to watch because, like, he's clearly going. He's just going after the power. The power source to the suit, and Tony just.
2: Yeah, they're they are fighting and fighting, and like his systems are getting disabled, and he's shooting without you know by eye, and like, oh man, the the big. The bit where like Steve's wailing on him against the wall after Bucky's down, yeah. and analyze like analyze uh,
1: fighting patterns,
2: analyze fighting patterns. I was just like really, really. He's just
1: pummeling you, dude. That was yeah. that that
2: bit where like the suit like takes over and like you know sort of gives him the edge. And like mm-hmm.
1: That's, no. uh, that part I, I had a little problem
2: yeah. with, but you know, but it the, gave the us idea... the
1: idea I could do this all day.
2: Yeah, it, but the idea of Iron Man being able to beat. Like Tony's like, I, I kind of have a little bit of a hard time thinking that Steve punching the Iron Man suit is that effective. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, I know they have to do it for the for this fight to make sense and for, for the movie to work. But it's kind of like, you know, if you were to compare them like uh, at the uh, at the offset, it'd just be like, um, I think Iron Man's going to win.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is why they had to have the suit as trash as it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'll admit, when I saw it in theaters, and I knew it wasn't gonna happen, but that moment when Steve rips off the helmet from the suit and then picks and up it, the shield and holds oh. it overhead—like, there's that moment. There's just a hint oh. of a moment where you're like, "Holy shit, he's gonna go for the kill!" Yeah, they—they did. They did
2: uh, oof. Even though you know it's not gonna happen, they—they—they they, they shoot and they film and edit in the tension so well. Yeah. That for a second, you're like, <gasps> yeah.
1: yeah,
2: it's like, oh, you got me, Marvel. God damn it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a puppet in your hands.
1: It's but that's why we go to the movies. We yeah. want to be played like that.
2: Yeah. yep. Yeah. That's like, good. Oh, speaking this... of being pl- that that bit when when he's taking Bucky away and the like, shield doesn't he picks belong to shield. you. And wow. and he's still holding it, and he's like, "Oh, uh, you don't deserve it." And he's still holding it. My dad made that shield, and like the look on Steve's face, and he's like, "Okay, fair point." And
1: drops it. It doesn't like, yeah. belong to you. Your dad made that shield, and then put it under a box of scraps in his <laughs> lab. Steve's the one who saw the value in it. Yeah. Hmm. But still, he. But drops it still it and... hurts. Yeah. yeah. And then he drops it. He's like, nope, not Captain America anymore. Yeah. I think he knew the minute he signed those accords that he wasn't Captain America anymore.
2: Captain UN has not quite the same ring to it.
1: Uh, Or the, the, yeah. General UN! Jesus Christ. General (laughs) Assembly! (laughs) I
2: hate you. (laughs) General Assembly assemble. Oh, God. So. (laughs) Anyway.
1: As we wind down. All this heartbreak. There's all this. It's such a mess. And any hope of like a friendship between Tony and Steve is just completely destroyed. But Tony. Not Tony. Steve still. He writes the letter and he sends the phone. And he's like, look. I'm always going to be here for you. You know. It's because he's such a good... The thing is, the Avengers, they're not necessarily friends, but they kind of are a family. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily have to like your family. yeah.
2: And they are Earth's mightiest heroes. As much as they may not like each other, and as much as they may have an internal strife, internal political problems, aliens could show up again, guys!
1: Yeah. And they're about to! Yeah.
2: (laughs) The next time they see each other... Aliens.
1: Yeah. So then, you know, we see Tony back at the mansion or back at the compound. He's helping Rhodey out, working on um
0: Tony you Stank.
1: Know, that little exoskeleton to help. him Rewalk. Walk. Yep. Yep. And then this is my favorite Stanley character. <laughs>
2: knock knock knock. Is there a Tony Stank here? Thank you for that. Yes, gonna, this is I'm Tony
1: gonna... Stank.
0: I'm gonna Tony hold Stank. on to that forever. Table for one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> by the bathroom. But I really like <laughs> Rhodey's scene here. Yeah. Where he's like, I flew, it's like 200 and whatever combat missions. Any one of them could have been my last. Like, I knew this was a possibility. Yeah. Th- but, but I still made these choices. Yeah. Uh, contrast that to... um. Batman v Superman, where we have the guy who lost his ability to walk and decided to help blow something up. Yeah. Because he couldn't walk anymore, because he had been bit. I do think there were other circumstances involved in that. And then his Batman decision- versus Superman. And then there yeah. was Lex Luthor who took advantage well, of him. So. Yeah. Yeah. But just you know, there's a lot of stories to be told about disability, yeah. and I think the one that they're doing with Rhodey is a little bit better than the one that they did in Batman oh, vs sure. Superman. And Bucky, yeah. and Bucky, and then I literally—I'm sorry—I saw someone on the internet today who was like, "Wait, Bucky has a disability?" Ap- yes, yes, he's missing an arm. I
0: don't know if you <laughs> noticed that.
1: <laughs> and and we'll we'll definitely get to talk more about you know how the MCU works with disability when we get to Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Because that is a really key part of the movie. Um, you know, however you like it or dislike it or whatever. But mm-hmm. that is, you know, a core part of the movie. So. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then, so Steve's left the phone and he breaks into the raft and he and breaks everybody out. everybody out. And it just it- makes me happy.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's wearing matte, bla- matte black clothes. Yeah. He's a badass ninja.
1: And just Sam smile. Sam smile when he sees him. He knew. He knew he Steve was like, going to come back. Yeah.
2: It's like, hey, buddy. I always knew you'd come for me.
1: Mm. I, I love, always knew you loved I me love the most. I love these credits. Oh, they're great. With yeah. the shadows. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Good
2: yeah.
1: stuff. The good stuff. And then we get the uh, mid-credit scene, which is them putting Bucky to sleep. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, this is so
1: good. The first, the first broken white boy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, if they find out he's here, they're gonna come for him. And to challenge be dry. like, "That's cute."
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Sure. I d- I don't care. <laughs>
1: <It's> like <laughs> we've hit our country for. Yeah how many hundreds of years i think i'm good
2: we're fine we're all fine here
1: yeah and then the second the end credit scene which is uh you know underoos yep yep yep, yep. steve from colsey <laughs> you don't you? know him steve. he's from brooklyn <laughs> yeah that was
2: that was great i love and that and this,
1: this friend was huge. Huge. i mean huge <laughs> <laughs> cute.
2: Shut the door, in, May. Ah. <laughs> Spider-Man tech. Yeah. Like spider symbol. On it was this really cute. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Spider-Man will return.
1: So yeah, this, uh, this definitely is about the point where I start to try to fit more than three movies in my top three because it's good. This was a good one. Yep. <laughs> this was a damn good movie. It was really good. Yep really good and it was way to go marvel yeah and I, I i remember and we talked about this before civil war came out like because batman versus superman was so
0: not so good. bad
1: it was so not like it was so over- overhyped and it just didn't get the reviews that you know it was shooting for and i was like oh my god what if civil war is bad
2: <laughs> yeah yeah now you just gotta, you just gotta understand and accept that DC is gonna try to do what Marvel did. They'll occasionally try to beat them to the punch, but they will always do it worse.
1: Except in the case of Wonder Woman. Eh, we'll see. Well, Marvel hasn't put out Captain Marvel exactly. yet, exactly.
2: So. <laughs> and then when they do, we'll see.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing: we don't have to pit them against each no. other. They just make to. They need to be. We don't have to. They need to be equally We don't have to.
2: We don't have to. But on the inside.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well I'm gonna be sitting here being like, Well, Marvel lost Patty Jenkins, so <laughs> yeah, and that's now, what you get. <laughs> and now they've lost officially lost Ava Duvernay. Yeah. Because yeah. she's gonna be doing um uh, New Gods. What is New Gods again? It's uh, Darkseid and his daughter.
2: Hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes.
1: Yep. Yeah. So I think the next movie on our roster is Doctor Strange. Is it Doctor Strange? I think so. Let's
2: we see. need to check.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know. We're it's all sort of like, do we have to?
2: <laughs> it's probably Doctor Strange. I'm I not it like, goes, do we have to? I, I love all goes, of these movies. It
1: goes Doctor Strange, and then Guardians 2, and then Spider-Man, and then Thor Ragnarok, and then Black Panther. Okay. I think that was That, the sounds,
2: that sounds about right.
1: Let's see. Just confirming.
2: Double check. Check the list.
1: There it is. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Doctor Strange is next. Cool, 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 cool. My little fun thing is, like, I was not really psyched about this movie coming out. And then a project manager I work with, he's like, Did you see the new trailer? And I'm like, I I don't really care, dude. He's like, No, you gotta watch it. I'm like, Eh. Watch the first three seconds of Mm -hmm. it. I'm like, What am I gonna see in the first three seconds of this movie? And there's a massive establishing shot of a building he and I had been working on. So, release dates <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> that's great. So, yeah.
1: That'll, that'll, that'll
2: get you involved.
1: I was like, hmm. Which I guess, like, I, I want to, I'm going to have to check when I rewatch Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. but I feel like the implication is that that's where he lives. And I'm like, does he live in the building that I helped make? <laughs> <laughs> that would be super cool.
2: That would be a fun feeling.
1: Yeah, and he drives way too fast, way like too one fast. of the like one of those assholes that drives an Distracted expensive car. Driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh well, he paid for it. So yes, anyway, we'll we'll talk about that when we when the time yeah. comes. So
1: next we'll week. See you next time, we'll see you next week to talk about butternut. Same Google Batman Fry. versus Superman <laughs> channel. <laughs> Say Batman versus Superman time!
2: (laughs) Martha! Martha! Maria!